episode seven of watching horror i'm jared and across the table from me is my wife christina hi hello i want to start this week with a video that christina showed me and i don't know how old it is and i can't hate it more it's i'm poppy yeah (laughs) it's poppy what what is that poppy is a character that was made with someone named titanic sinclair who's like a total piece of shit okay and she's just a she, i think she's supposed to be a robot if i'm not mistaken and she just has a series of odd videos of her just at weird camera angles just saying strange things talking to a plant um, okay so there's videos of her talking to a plant mm-hmm. picking the best color colored pencil which is evidently yellow oh that's the, the best, best one color, okay colored pencil she talks to a mannequin okay there's like a whole drama saga and um there's a 10 minute video of her just saying i'm poppy I heard that. <laughs> we didn't watch it, though. I won't watch it. No. I mean, I heard clips. Of, you showed me clips of it, and there was a video of her just eating cotton candy. Just Yeah, eating cotton candy, yeah, for a minute and a half. I can't tell you how much. We had this discussion right before we started. <laughs> how much I hate that <laughs> I am Poppy thing. I hate it actively. Actively. <laughs> wow. I hate olives, right? Yeah. They make me angry. <laughs> yes. I don't do. even dislike the taste. I, I, I hate the taste and I don't eat olives and I don't eat anything that's touched an olive mm-hmm. if I can help it. I'm not going to say I hate I am Poppy as much as olives, but I will tell you it's number two. Her name's just Poppy. It's I, not I am Poppy. No, that video. Oh, I'm Poppy. Yeah. Yeah. It's awful. So you've only heard like five seconds it's, of it. Though. It's enough. If <laughs> yeah, I heard I all ten, like fifteen times. Five I seconds. think I would throw the fucking laptop across the room <laughs> if I heard it for ten minutes. Yeah. Could you imagine filming that? Like, I'm sure it was done over the course of you know several days. You know what I mean? Mm. You know, sitting in one position, just saying it over and over and over again, and then another position. You know what I mean? Yeah. Put them all together. But like for like ten, I've you know I've edited video footage and it's it's little tiny increments at a time yeah a 10 minute video of i'm poppy that's like a second at a time It'll drive you nuts <laughs> just be like splicing all those pieces oh my and god you know adding them together that's a, that's enough to drive you crazy i hate it regardless of just having uh the video itself be out there imagine putting it together oh Oof. my god but she's funny I know the whole, um, there's a backstory about it. She's very controversial. And her name's um, Poppy? That's the artist's name? The artist's name is, uh, I think she started off as That Poppy. Okay. And then, and now she's she's Poppy. Just Poppy. Poppy, yeah. Okay. Um, like the seed. And uh, anyway, so, but but I think I think it's, despite the, uh, the controversy in the background with her, it's, uh, <laughs> her videos are amazing. I, I, I don't know what it is about them. I, I love her little ASMR-y voice. I, I don't really care about the story. Um, I just I just think that her videos are amazing. They're creepy. They are, and they have there's like an creepy. ominous tone in the background. So she's she's just talking sort of robotically, looking at the camera. Everything's like this platinum 
gray silver white kind of a color and it's just like this close-up of her like at a weird angle and she talks very very sweetly and monotone and it's just uh it's she has like an asmr voice and it's just i don't know i don't care i think it's like i could put those videos on and just be it's, and, and it's so funny to me that you don't like them because I mean I, I no I mean like it's not funny to me that you don't I could totally see you not liking the poppy videos yeah. but like they're so ominous and creepy that it, it's funny to me how like even people in the horror like everyone is freaked out by her and because it's just fucking little, weird and creepy she's just a little blonde girl who like has this like adorable little robot face but that's the you thing, know what I mean right? and she's just like I'm poppy you know what I mean but it's, like but, oh and, God, and that even, but that is like terrifying to some people if so many people find it so unsettling that's exactly what it is it's unsettling i find it comforting it's weird (laughs) i find it so comforting like i listen to her voice and i i I love it even the ominous tone in the background it's fantastic it's so unsettling and it's it's creepy and unsettling it's not i wouldn't say ominous because it's not like she's saying anything scary you know, the tones in the background there's, there's a there's a, like a sort of like a music you know like a oh, like okay. sounds in the background that kind of intensify as the video goes on that's really where the creepiness kind of comes she's not creepy the camera it's the there's a sound in the background it's just that weird adds to it that's what makes it creepy yeah. like if it wasn't for the sound it would just be weird and it is weird but like it wouldn't give the effect that it does it's weird unsettling performance art <laughs> yeah <laughs> disguising itself as asmr no she's not trying to do asmr it just happens that her that's just her character voice her voice is asmr-y she just happens to have one of those Mm. and it's not she doesn't really talk that way yeah it's a you know it's a character that she was turned into i knew you did a deep dive yesterday yeah i learned a lot about the story of poppy and mars argo yeah i was in and out of that um, it's an interesting story, and I feel bad for both of those uh, people because a lot of people give Poppy hate, but you know I think that she was abused just as much as Mars. If you don't know the story, just, you can just go on YouTube and find out. And there's a lot of videos about the dark side of, or the the real truth about Poppy. Well, I think there's some hate that should go over <laughs> to Poppy's way. Why is that? Because she was involved in those videos, and <laughs> they're fucking awful, and. <laughs> creepy and really unsettling see but why is that so you you love horror movies i do right and horror movies are unsettling what makes this like like why is this kind of unsettling because it hits a nerve because maybe one i don't understand it right i don't get what they're trying to do no one does no I don't know. It just rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> I guess it's just one it of just those things. You know what I mean? You, just, you, you like it or not? You know, you like it or you, sorry, that wasn't the right way. You like it or you don't? Yeah. You know, you can mark me down as a don't. <laughs> All right. If you can mark like a four or five times, really, yeah. I just think it's it's so different and interesting, and I, I, I'm not I'm not going to say it's great. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I don't think that it's wonderful performance art. You know what I mean? I wouldn't say that it deserves. <laughs> any kind of following i'm just saying that personally i find poppy to be adorable okay and i find those videos to be really like calming and I, and it's that? because the, the all of the research that i've done over the last couple of days um the vast majority of people find her unsettling but there's like a strange fascination that they have with oh, the character man. so she became she blew up real quick 
Um, How long ago was this? Were we are we seen, like way behind on this? Yeah, no. I, I there's actually over the long of <clears throat> excuse me over the last year or so. Oh, okay, there were videos year. because oh, okay. uh, she talks about COVID and and stuff like that. To so. a plant? No. Or to colored pencils? <laughs> no, there is an adorable video though of her like um on her knees looking for something and you don't know what it is. She just goes, I can't find it. Do you see it? Oh Looking yeah, I heard for it, but I can't find it. And she's just she's just tapping around her, like she's just tapping the floor around her and her dress is so perfectly laid on the floor. There's like a specific crease and and her the, the rest of her she's wearing like a like a um a coat cape over a dress. They have it laying in front like ironed almost down perfectly and it doesn't move. And she's just tapping around like I can't find it. Do you see it? That's Where weird. Is it? It's w- and that's it. But that and that's the whole video is it her doing that over and over again, not like in a loop, but just different variations of her saying, "I can't find it." Where is it? I, Do you see it? You know what I mean? Like just over and over. Oh, they're fun. It gives me an anti ASMR. <laughs> it I think. makes you angry. It makes me angry. angry. <laughs> yeah. Some people think that ASMR in general is creepy. I do. I'm one of them. Yeah. I don't get, I don't say it, I wouldn't say it's creepy, but I don't get the, the I don't get the feeling you're supposed to get for it, you know? Mm. I don't think the sounds are weird. I know that there's versions of it where there's, you know, there's a sound thing where they make different sounds into the microphone. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's one where they do like talking or situations or role play kind mm-hmm. of stuff. That's the one I find creepy is the role play stuff. That whispering. And then we're going it's not even that hair. it's the it's the <sighs> mouth and tooth sounds oh you know what i mean it's like the mouth sounds of speaking those little those little like yeah like those little those little noises that you're kind of like your throat makes or the, the way your tongue moves around your mouth it's more than a whisper hey. it's it, there's a difference people who have that voice there aren't many it's great I, I, I love it. I don't give a shit. People think I'm, it's weird. I love it. I'm not going to lie. I'm jealous because I do. <laughs> like, it would be cool to be in, to be into something. You know what I mean? That's, you know, anytime, anytime there's something that people like and I don't, I'm like, what am I missing? I think I would like to like something, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to force it, but that's one of those things where I, I know you get a feeling from it. Yeah. And I do, I'm like, I want that. And I listen to it. I'm like, this is fucking weird. How do you listen to this? And I take off the headphones. Yeah, so I wish I did, was able to do that. But I'm not. But what I am able to do is I am able to watch horror movies and not get scared with them. <laughs> like this one. Oh. How's that for a segue? That's, those are some fighting words. Okay, so <laughs> you clicked it. So you know what it is. We're going to go with the modern classic saw this week Mm -hmm. so as usual spoilers if you haven't seen it why'd you roll your eyes if if this is your first time listening to this podcast it might be and it might be every episode could be someone's first absolutely okay 100 percent. yeah jared and i have a a very different view of what a spoiler is (laughs) and what a spoiler is not this is jared thinks that (laughs) Anytime you talk about a movie, it's a spoiler. Yeah. Because people might not have seen it. Yeah. 
So if you're talking about it, it's a spoiler. Yes. My view is that if you haven't seen it, I think I think I gave it six months to a year, something like that. But if the movie's been out and you haven't seen it in that long, it's not a spoiler. You, it's a spoiler if you, you haven't know, seen even it. Even if you hadn't seen it, you should probably know enough about it at this point where you, sh- you don't need to see it. So it's not a spoiler. You know what I mean? No, I don't agree. But <laughs> you can go back in the back catalog and go through that argument. I don't know which episode <laughs> it was in. <laughs> probably the very first. Maybe. We've been talking, we talk about this almost every time because every single time you say there are spoilers. Well, every single I, I don't want it. I don't want to ruin like, it for anybody. <sighs> I don't want to ruin it. This is a big one. It. Yeah. This is this movie's got a lot of twists and turns. Oh, you know what? Yeah. This movie's got with a lot this of twists movie, and turns. With this movie, yeah. Yeah. It's like the sixth sense. In the sense that like in the sense. Um yeah. <laughs> once you give away once you give away the big ending. The, the big, big reveal. reveal. Yeah, it's kind of over. So I would definitely, you know what? I would definitely put up a disclaimer for this one and say, if you, for this one specifically, yeah. absolutely. Was, if you haven't seen Saw yet, do not listen to this podcast. Yeah. Like, watch it and then come back. But <laughs> uh, see the movie first. Yeah, I agree. Or don't see the movie and just listen anyway, and then you don't have to see the movie. Oh, would you really want to deprive someone of that, though? No. The end of this movie, I mean, anyone who's seen this movie knows exactly what we're talking about. But the end of this movie, if, the first time you see it, is fucking goddamn yeah. epic. Talk, okay. We're, we saw this movie many years ago on DB. I think we rented it. So I, I had a really hard time with the first time that I saw Saw. Yeah, you know, I just want to say, like, how many times? I, I'm sure we are not the first horror goddamn podcast to, to do this movie. Oh God, I'm sure. Um, so for all of the hundreds or thousands or however many horror podcasts there are out there who have done Saw, everyone's done the. Have you seen Saw? Did you see Saw? Seesaw. Seesaw. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Seesaw. Did you see Saw? That's, That's pretty good. It's all. I saw it. Did you see Saw? Yeah, I saw, I saw it. it. So let's just get all that out of the way. We've done it. Okay, haha. But yeah, the first time I saw the movie, um, <laughs> nice. I, uh, no, it terrified me because while while the situations are far fetched for sure, the idea that something like that is possible, like, is kind of possible. Like, like there's nothing supernatural in it. There's right. nothing you know out of the realm of like reality. Right. There is nothing stopping a person from hiding behind a bush. While you're walking down the street, just throwing a sack over you and putting you in the back of their car and God knows what. Mm-hmm. that That is a reality that can happen to anyone at any time when they're outside. Sure. So personally, I find that terrifying. So w- when it's a movie about a person who's taking it upon themselves to uh, be judge, juror, and executioner to people and he just, you know, knocks them out with chloroform or... You know, uh, it gives him an injection of what is that sodium pentanol or whatever the hell it is, mm-hmm. just brings him to his fucking bizarre crazy warehouse house. layer. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, that's while while the, like I said, while the situations are incredibly far fetched, like like being kidnapped is not so um, <laughs> true. You know, in that respect, it free like I can watch supernatural movies don't bother me. Yeah, slasher movies don't bother me. Yeah, um, but saw. Is something that that bothered me, mm-hmm. so I I wasn't able to at the time. <laughs> I was uh what like twenty? No, younger? No, older? older. I was older. I don't know when in my twenties. Yeah, early twenties. Um, yeah. And uh, I lived four blocks away from Jared at mm-hmm. the time. This is before we went to college. Before we lived together, we were still living with our parents. 
Um, and we lived four blocks away from each other. So, uh, you know, whenever I was over at Jared's house, I would just walk home. I had a car for a while, so mm-hmm. I'd drive, drive the four blocks sometimes. But when we saw Saw, I could not leave his house. No. I, I stayed for like an extra, what, three hours? Three hours and had watching to watch, cartoons. I had to watch cartoons yeah. for like three <laughs> hours <Yeah>. just <laughs> to get my mind in a place where I could consider leaving your house in the, like the middle of the night. It was yeah. like three, four, maybe five in the morning. I don't even remember what time it was when I left your house but it was uh it was it was quite late yeah or early whichever but yeah it took a while for me to get that movie it left a big left a mark on you for a while for a while yeah Yeah. it It wasn't shocked me yeah it was it's not a movie that we've watched often over the years since we've seen it you know we've seen it on and off throughout the river is 20 years less than 20 years whatever it is mm-hmm. we've seen it on and off and some of the sequels and we've seen yeah we haven't seen the whole franchise no. i know that we dipped out after a while. I think four was the last time. That's last possible. One we saw. It could have been four. Yeah, that might be right. But this isn't a movie that you'd watch all the time. No. You know, I think this is a movie of diminishing returns. <laughs> for sure. For sure. So if you has, haven't seen it, let's, uh, let's go with the plot real quick here. So photographer Adam and oncologist Lawrence Gordon wake up in a shithole bathroom with a leg cha- chained to uh, a pipe on opposite sides of the bathroom and there's a dead body in between them and the chained men realize that they have been trapped by a killer named Jigsaw and escape room fun ensues. I like that. That's what they escape do. Escape room fun. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's kind of what it is. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's just a glorified escape room. It's one fucked up escape room. Yeah, they should do that for Shit. real. I know escape rooms are a thing now. There yeah. should be a Saw themed one. Oh, God. Where no. they do chain you no. and you gotta figure it no. out. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Nope. So that's that's this week's idea. So if um, those people with more time, money, and talent, there's your free idea this week. I'm sure there's a, an escape room somewhere that's modeled after Saw. Maybe there is. I don't know. Where's my phone? Uh-oh. Here hey, it is. Google. Is there a Saw-inspired escape room? According to Saw Escape Room, the official Saw Escape is an immersive, multi-room escape experience that brings to life twisted games inspired by the blockbuster Saw film franchise. There you go. Well, there it's already there. All right. SawEscapeRoom.com. Holy shit. Oh, we're going to have to find out more. Excuse me. I know I was far away from the microphone. I apologize. We're going to have to find out a little more about that. We'll do some. We'll post some uh, info on the Insta. On, on the gram. On the gram. Watching our podcast. Look at on that. On Instagram. This must be, they must have paid, because they're using Jigsaw's image and everything. Like, I wonder if no, I'm sure they have the permission. movie company is doing it themselves. Oh, this is Lionsgate. No, there you go, yeah. From the creators of Fright Dome, Eganscape Production, yeah. No, it's the actual movie, yeah, it's the production company. We'll have to, let's dig into that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, look at this place. Look, it's got like an iron gate. In the front. Oh, that's cool. Right? That's cool. It's kind of neat. That's cool. This is at uh, sawescaperoom.com. Check that out. Where is it? Where is that? Good question. Let's find out. This says, the official Saw Escape Room is an immersive multi-room progressive escape experience that brings to life twisted games inspired by the blockbuster Saw film franchise. Guests enter the historic Egan and Company meatpacking plant for an after-hours tour only to find that they are players in an elaborate game devised by the infamous Jigsaw Killer and his disciples. 
By working together to combat their fears, venture out of their comfort zones, and solve intricate puzzles, guests will have the opportunity to win their freedom as they traverse the twists and turns of an entire factory of Jigsaw's games. One of the largest escape experiences in the world. Oh, that's cool. Where is it? Please note, while the official Saw Escape is designed to be an intense escape experience, it is only a simulation. Safety is a priority for us, and the official saw escape is not intended to cause physical harm. Yeah. I am looking for the address. It's in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. It sounds, yeah, it sounds about right. <laughs> this is at 2121 Industrial Road, Las Vegas, New York. Hmm. Uh, Nevada. <laughs> I saw an N and a, and, a, and a triangle, and I just thought New York because we live here. Um, Nevada. I apologize. Okay, Vega. So they're not, they didn't, they certainly, I wish they didn't pay us to do that, but, um, that kind of looks cool. So that if you're into neat. Saw, just. In Vegas, check that out. Gotta love Report that. Report back. I love, I love just talking to my phone. I just ask a question. <laughs> it's, my favorite, it's one of my favorite things. It's, it's a running theme on this show too. <laughs> it's become. It's a thing now. Hey Google, what's gonna, what's Christina's gonna Google on, on the show? <laughs> That's pretty cool though. I think they really half-assed it, though. I think they should really be like, you really can't leave unless you figure out this puzzle. <laughs> They're like, oh, well, my flight leaves, and you better hurry. <laughs> Time's ticking. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you don't want to hurt anybody, but there's no law against making them late for a plane or anything. You know, Actually, you I think it. that's called kidnapping. No, they went there by their own. They knew what they were getting into. I don't know if the law agrees with that, but well, I'll, I'll go with you. Yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah, sure. I think that'd be fun. Okay. I you wouldn't know, do it. Oh, well. I'd do it. I do a lot of things, but I don't know about that. <laughs> I'd do that. I've never done an escape room, though, so I don't really know what, yeah, I don't like, know. what exactly it entails. But if, if you have to be like in a foreign place, and when I say foreign, I just mean a place that's not, you know, uh, uh, a pl- uh, place not a, not a non-familiar non-fam- place. There you go. Familiar was the word. <sighs> Brain fog. Um, if you're in an unfamiliar place, it's just my definition of foreign but you can't like chain me to something in mm. a place that i'm not comfortable with that that's terrifying well it's supposed to be terrifying i'm hmm. not down with that okay a little too extreme for me i like getting scared but that's like too scary that's terrifying just because you're with strangers you don't know you yeah know I mean? like if you're actually like tied down to something in a place like you don't, you don't know the environment even if it's like a simulated you don't you still don't know i don't know just, i think uh, i get a little I think if I was running something like that, maybe they do this. I don't know. Like, I'm guessing you go there with a group, right? People, you know, people who you go with, of course, and maybe strangers that kind of, you know, you go in there together. Oh, you know, the room's like at Benihana's. Exactly. <laughs> you either go with a group or you get two, three stragglers yeah. go together that the you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Benihana's. And... <laughs> But I think, but unlike Benihana's, I would have a um, a plant. So somebody who was in there, one or two people, not just one because the single person you figure it out, but have a few people there being working against you in the escape room mm. who's actually supposed to be like the, the disciples or whatever from ah. Jigsaw. I would do something like that. Saboteur. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, obviously they're not going to kill you. Maybe hobble you, you know, make you roll your ankle. Twist the knee or something. Always the ankle. Yeah, you always roll on the ankle. Yeah, that's we what discussed saying. this in with the uh, Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, a podcast. rolled ankle, man. It's always that, a rolled ankle. I mean, nothing will get you quicker in a horror movie than a rolled ankle. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Well, but particularly in a situation like uh, when a jigsaw's uh, fun rooms. Fun oh yeah. 
<laughs> so let's talk about that. Let's do it. So, <laughs> so let's start at the beginning. All right, we'll go through it because I think there's a lot to say here. No, let's start at the end. Tell him right away what happens. Yeah, the guy in the middle. He gets up. He's alive. He's not dead. <laughs> Should have heeded the spoiler warning. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Sorry. So, <laughs> what's fun fact about this movie? So, there's two guys in the room, right? Adam and Lawrence Gordon. Adam is a photographer. Adam actually wrote this movie. I didn't know that. Yeah, for that's pretty cool, huh? Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. He actually wrote the first three. Wow. Yeah, he wrote the first three. I think he jumped ship after that. It turned out to be... I think it started to change after that. It did. Yeah. I liked the first three. And when I saw the fourth one, that was when... Uh, that's when you punched out. That's why we didn't see any more after that. I yeah. think I was, uh, I was just like, all right, that's enough. You were out. The you second were. one was when they were in the house, right? Yeah. Second one was the house. And where was the third? The third one, they go back to that room, don't they? Yeah. they. I don't know. They run together. I don't remember. I don't remember either. I can't speak with any real confidence. I know the second one was the house mm-hmm. where they all had the numbers like tattooed yeah. on the near, back of their necks yeah. for the combination. But I, and I remember the, I don't remember the third is all foggy. Same thing with the fourth. I don't remember. I don't remember the third very well. I don't know. I think we saw that in college and I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember the third one very well, but I, I do remember liking it. I remember yeah. liking the. I remember watching the fourth one and being like, mm. This is you're out. You know we'll get to it. We'll go through it. I'd like to see the whole the whole thing. Mm. There's a new one coming out this year, I think supposedly with Chris Rock. So that'll be good. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's how you know that it's over. You never yeah, know. Once the it big celebrities good. start jumping in, that's it. Well, what, what you call it? Donnie Wahl. Yeah, Donnie Wahlberg was in the second one. Donnie Wahl. Yeah, he was in the second one. He was the cop. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. Big celebrity. Yeah, this is what I, Donnie Wahlberg yeah. is a big celebrity. New Kids on the Block, to Huge. Chris Rock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can guarantee you <laughs> that a large percentage of the people listening to this podcast don't know who Donnie Wahlberg is. False. That's fake news. I don't know about that. Donnie I'm, Wahlberg is a the, he. He wasn't even the most liked uh, Backstreet Boy. Well, Backstreet no, because boy. he wasn't New a kid on the block. Boy. Sorry, new kid on the block. Who I'm was? Sorry, the, they all blend. Who was the most liked? Jordan Knight, I think. Jordan. Mm. Mm. I remember when they were big. I think it was Jordan. They had their own cartoon. I remember that. I do not remember that. Yeah, they had their own cartoon on Saturday oh, morning. Oh, hey Google, two. what are the names of the new kids on the block? New kids on the block has had six members. Here are the first four. Donnie Wahlberg, Jordan Knight, Joey McIntyre, and Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, no, that's wrong. That's but wrong. Yeah, Jordan. Maybe they, Joey McIntyre. He was another one that people. Uh, and Maybe then there was, was what's there. his name? The guy, uh, the guy with the low tone. Oh, what the hell was that guy's name? It's not even here. That's really weird. Danny. Danny Wood. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah, there's his big face. Yeah. Right. You see him at the bottom. The yeah. bottom. Yeah, that's I see him. him. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. They came back not that long ago. Of course they did. Yeah, why not? Everyone's got to eat. Hey, man. Can't live off that new kids on the block money forever, I suppose. Listen, man. Hanging tough. Run, let, let well run dry. <laughs> I can't believe I just had to look that up. I this can't is a tell fun you show. much new kids on the block <laughs> I have digested in my lifetime. We're currently like a half hour in. 
And we've talked about Poppy. I saw Escape Room. And New Kids on the Block. Yes. Yeah, so. We go all over the place here. <laughs> all over the place. We'll get back to Saw. We're going to go. All right. Let's get there now. Let's, let's do a fast travel. So the movie starts off with Adam in the bathtub. Yes. Correct? Adam in the bathtub. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, he's under the water. Right away, I'm thinking, how is he breathing? Um, <laughs> yeah. Because I know he's not dead. So what's that about? Right. And he's chained to the wall by his leg. And the first the thing pipe, you see yeah. is he wakes up and his leg jerks, jerks open the, uh, the faucet. Sorry, the drain, rather. My God. The drain and this uh, little glowy key. We, we find out later it's a key, but this little glowy thing goes down the drain. Yeah. And that's like a little quick thing that happens right in the beginning and then with everything else that happens in the movie you completely forget about it yeah except for this last time that we watched it i remember it i was like oh yeah that's the whole thing so they put that right off in the beginning because it comes into play at like the very 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 end of the movie um what do you think about that like putting in these like a movie like this where there are clues peppered throughout the movie mm -hmm. when the movie's over when it all kind of gets wrapped up in a nice little bow and you kind of have to remember back and remember oh yeah there was a key oh yeah and you kind of have to piece it together after the fact do you like that or do you get annoyed at the fact that you kind of have to like so i gotta watch this again no i love that yeah yeah i mean that's what that i mean with the last bunch of hell house um yeah uh, podcast we've been doing that's like I love that especially when I saw um, this movie for the first time that was one of the things I was like oh shit you know it's that oh shit moment mm. that that's what it is it's not so much like with this particular movie at least it's not so much like I have to go back and watch it again like I remember right that's that thing that was attached to the drain you yeah. know to his foot whatever the fuck it was attached to yeah it's totally whatever but, it was um, yeah it's an oh shit moment yeah where like you realize what's actually happening mm. Not the same kind of oh shit moment uh, where the guy stands up in the in the bathroom. Less of an oh shit. Yeah. Like an oh fart. <laughs> Not an oh shit. It's like an oh fart. Like an oh shart. Okay. <laughs> an oh shart. Okay. It's an oh shart moment. Yes. All right. I like it. Well, <laughs> keeping that one. So <laughs> oh fart moment. Yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> I am never going to stop saying that now. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so Adam wakes up. Mm -hmm. underwater somehow key goes down the drain he gets out the oncologist lawrence gordon is already awake carrie always carrie always and before we start with carrie always i'm just going to point out that his american accent blows <laughs> it sucks it sucks it sucks every movie or anything he's ever anything he ever does where he has to put on an american accent not only is it terrible but it goes in and out mm-hmm Every time it takes me out right away. Where, what? Where is he from? Not here. <laughs> do I have to ask my phone? I mean, how many times am I going to do that? I don't know. Is he Australian? Already. He's or not Australian. No, he, he might be English, English or Welsh or something like that. I don't okay. know. He's he's got an accent. He crossed the pond somewhere, mm. and it comes out like all the time. Mm. When he did his little cameo appearance on Seinfeld. Yeah. Terrible. Oh, yeah. Right. This movie, terrible. It goes in and out. It does go in and out. And it, even when it's like at its strongest, it comes in and out and it bothers me. Mm. And it's just annoying. It's difficult to uh, to notice. Now I have to know where he's from. Oh, God. Hey, Google. Where is Carrie Elwes from? Carrie Elwes was born in Westminster, United Kingdom. In London. 
Mm-hmm. It makes sense, I guess. So he's already awake on the other side of the room, and then they kind of then we start the uh, we start the game here, mm-hmm. right? So when he gets out of this tub, we kind of get a bigger picture of where we're at here. We're at a, a very large, gross fucking bathroom. Yeah. Adam on one side of the room, Lawrence on the other. Mm-hmm. In between him is his dead body with a, a gun in one hand and a tape recorder in the other and like half his head blown off. You know, so you see that more or less this person <clears throat> shot and killed themselves. Mm-hmm. That's what you, that's what it's supposed to that's imply. That's what it's supposed yeah. to imply. You know, yeah. Both of the guys here find a tape Sort of in their pockets, a mm-hmm. small little micro cassette tape. And it says, play me in one way or another. So, yeah, um, Lawrence gets a tape, a key, and a bullet. Right, and yeah. Adam just gets a tape. Yeah. Um, but he also gets those, um, what's in the bag? I forget. The bag has the hacksaws and the pictures. The pictures. He has pictures, right? Yeah. Of, um, but he does, that doesn't come till later. So right. they have to put the tapes, they have to get the tapes and they have to get the tape recorder right 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 out of the hand of the dead guy in the middle of the mm-hmm. room they finally adam fashions a thing a thing a fling thing a fling thing. uh to kind of try to get the, get the tape recorder the tape out of his recorder. hand yeah they play the tape and you hear pretty much their game is adam has to escape has to find a way out mm-hmm. and lawrence has to kill adam before six o'clock mm-hmm. or else lawrence's family his wife and his daughter die get killed mm-hmm. and the door gets closed on them and then they and stay they're, there they're rot. exactly so that's their game so using clues from the tape the guys actually wind up finding the two hacksaws in the toilet oh god right and then remember that part where he's like oh in the toilet you know i think what was it a heart there was something on the wall there was yeah one of the clues yeah one of the clues were right you follow your heart for whatever right yeah yeah, yeah. um and it's like the toilet bowl <laughs> sticks his hand in the bowl why first. would you do that that <laughs> was know, yes. like the first thing i was thinking was like i would i mean you know what not for nothing but if you woke up in that fucked up situation <laughs> i don't know what i would do quite frankly um i'd probably just be in a ball sobbing yeah uh, i mean sticking your hand in a bowl full of shit is not i guess whatever you gotta do to get but, out you know but but when you're right when, when you're thinking about it at the time it, it would make sense to just take the the, the top off the, the why wouldn't uh, you do that first tank, right because the heart is on the tank it's like it's not on the bowl and then he's like and did you find anything in there and the guy goes nothing solid i was like so Bleh. fucking gross <laughs> i know and he still has this shit all over his hands like he's like grabbing things yeah. and it's still there super fucking gross take your shirt and wipe it off or something shit <laughs> <laughs> so they try it at that point so they have the hacksaws and they start to cut their way out and this starts the trend of them they start to cut their way out well they they, they each use a hacksaw to, oh, to try to cut to the chains, try to cut the chains. Yeah. adam's breaks mm-hmm. lawrence's doesn't so a few things here already this starts the pattern of them throwing things to each other yeah. why not slide it neither of them can throw for shit apparently <laughs> from what we can see here they're always overreaching and things are getting hucked back and forth what if it breaks what if they lose it? What if it gets thrown and it gets out of reach? There's so many different things. Why not slide it across the room? What if it doesn't make it across and you can't get to it? The dead body's in the middle. Well, you can arc it around. Come on now. You can. You looking for them to do geometry while they're He's a doctor. Chained to it. That guy Lawrence is all about getting out from the get-go. Oh yeah. That guy's well, like they have his family of course he is. No, of course, but he's um he's all about it. He's well Adam's like freaking out. Mm. 
at every turn, Lawrence is sort of keep trying to keep things centered and look for ways in the beginning, to get yeah, out. You yeah. know, in the beginning, he's and then it turns. Yeah, toward the end, then Lawrence loses his fucking mind, and well, Adam's the one that's like, "Yo, relax, relax." Well, yeah, again, he has his family. How are you gonna? No, yeah, you know, know. he's he's he gets pushed to the to the brink. Oh yeah, um, for sure. They're both in there, and they have a, their own game to play. So that's what Jigsaw does. Jigsaw likes to take people and put them in situations where they have to find their way out to save their lives. And the situations that they get put in are kind of fucked up, and they're you know uh, super detailed, orchestrated to the you know to the last uh, detail. You know, he he basically forces people to you know do ridiculous things to save their own lives. Adam and yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, Adam and Lawrence are are the the main focus of the movie. Yeah, their game, which is always explained to every victim through a tape recorder of some kind. Yeah. Either Jigsaw, the little the little Jigsaw puppet. Like, I don't know what his name is, but Billy. Um, Billy? Yeah. That's funny. Because that you know, that's really interesting because that um that clown face in um Coney Island, his name yeah. is Tilly. Oh yeah. That's well funny. interesting thing about that Billy. Did you know that, that Billy was actually had to be handmade? That wasn't like used from other parts. That is a completely original doll. Wow. That they made specifically for them. It wasn't like, oh, it's a take on hmm. this, that or the other. They actually had to craft that. From scratch. It doesn't really look very complicated. No. I was what do you in think an art of... department once. It doesn't look difficult. No. What do you think of that as sort of the franchise face, Billy? <laughs> better than the fucking dude's face. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Jigsaw? Yeah. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, it's better than that, that guy's fucking face. sad sax face. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, um, I mean, if there had to be like a, yeah, I think it's it's enough to creep people out. I had a, you know, it's, it's, it's weird because I had a different experience this time. Like, you know, like we mentioned earlier, the first time we saw this movie, I was terrified. Yeah. I, you know, I, I had to watch cartoons for hours. And I remember when we came up with our list um, of the next bunch of movies that we wanted to, to do on this podcast. When I saw that we were doing Saw, hated <laughs> this movie, I remember sitting there being like, listen, don't forget, I'm going to need a good two, at least two to three hours of cartoons or Bob Ross or... <laughs> Twilight Zone or something. <laughs> yeah. If that sound is my foot um, rubbing up against the chair. I don't really have it. Like, it's not an time. O-fart moment. No, it kind of sounds like one, but it's it's my ankle rolling against the wood chair. Goddamn um, ankle rolls. I don't have a series of blankets on me right now. No. <laughs> Just a sweater and a shawl. Yeah. If, yeah. <laughs> In case if you've listened to the older episodes, if you're following along, I did not go through the Snuggie. Nope. Um, I bought five shawls. Christina bought five shawls instead. <laughs> Makes more. And I love them so much. I don't care. Right now I'm wearing a, I'm wearing Jared's Black Sabbath t-shirt, one of my gray knit sweaters, and this very nice shawl over it. It's a true COVID ensemble. I don't, yeah, it's great. I wear them all over the house all the time. Like I, you feel so free. It's And it's like a nice fabric. Maybe I'll take a picture one day and show you guys. <laughs> Not really like into being like on the Instagram specifically and personally, but I told you I don't want to be on the internet. <laughs> you know what? Poppy looks like Angela. Oh my god, with this fucking Poppy. <laughs> Doesn't she? No. Poppy looks just like Angela. No. Yes. She looks like a way younger version of Angela, but right. she looks like Angela. I know we're starting. Despite around my better judgment, <laughs> if you don't know who Poppy is, Christina. Please put Poppy up on the fucking Instagram. <laughs> All right? 
put that up this week. Should I put the 10 minute I'm Poppy video? No. <laughs> no. I shouldn't. I don't want to be blamed for rash suicides. <laughs> True word. Fucking nightmare of a video. Yeah, so watching horror podcasts on Instagram. You yeah. see Poppy. And then you can or just go to YouTube and type in Poppy. When yeah. you see a blonde girl in the like awkwardly close to the screen, just click that one and then go down the rabbit hole. Or don't. <laughs> I advise not to. Try it. You know? You yeah. might like it. You might hate it. You might like it. Most people find it unsettling and weird. We don't have to keep talking about Poppy. <laughs> Let's get back to your shawls. <laughs> All right. So victim one. Watching shawls. <laughs> Thank you. So before... So victim one... <laughs> well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we even get to the flashbacks yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. When, when they are... You, when each of them have the hacksaw and they start to saw their way through their chains. Yeah. <laughs> Adam's breaks like a dumbass. Mm-hmm. And of course... And we said it when we were watching the movie too. Like, you're going to dull the blades out. It's a hacksaw. You're not going to... Yep. Lawrence it's already them. a rusty, nasty hacksaw. Yeah. You know. They were designed to break. Yeah. I mean, come on now. Unless you went nice and slow. Even then you do, nah. No, if you do it nice and slow, but you can't get through the bone if you, you do be, it nice and slow. Exactly. Well, that's that's when Lawrence figures out, once he notices that the hacksaws aren't working, that's when he notices or figures out that these saws were not to Men, get through the trains. The yeah. They're supposed to saw through their legs. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's not the uh, the popular option. <laughs> like an option, Yeah. but it is an option and it's supposed to be the way it is. That's when Lawrence starts talking about how now he knows sort of what the situation is. He knows about Jigsaw and starts to tell the story about he, how he was a suspect, mm-hmm. where he was supposed to be, where he was a suspect as Jigsaw, and they go through those flashbacks. Right. In other words, they were victims of Jigsaw's. They thought that Lawrence was Jigsaw. Right. So they go through, they go through the flashbacks, and then that's when the we see. Were. Right. Mm-hmm. The first one that we see is the razor wire cage oh. one. God. That's the first one where there's somebody who's naked, like a big fat dude who's naked and in sort of this enclosed, caged enclosure with barbed wire, with just this razor wire everywhere. Mm-hmm. And he can, he can get out. You just have to crawl your way through the razor wire. And it's like 30, 40 feet of razor wire that you have to not go over or under, but between and around. I mean, it's covered. So that's the first one. It's hard to watch these movies and not put yourself in those situations. Yeah. And of course, that's what it's designed to do, of course. And looking at that, some throughout these movies, you're like, oh, I could do that. Oh, I couldn't do that. You know, through these different scenarios that these people go through, you know, you look at it like, ooh, I, I definitely couldn't do that. This is one of like, no, I couldn't crawl my way through razor wire to get out. At well, the all. fact that he gave him a time limit, that's what would have stopped. That's true, too. When yeah. I saw that, I was like, I think I could. Then again, this guy was huge, though. Yeah, it was a big like, boy. Beyond, you know, uh, like fat like yeah he was a big boy huge huge yeah so it's 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 really hard to get through razor wire like that and granted it, it would be like easier to get through if you had all the time and you could go nice and slow it's possible but i think he only gave him like an hour yeah something like so that get it there's yeah. no way and i think he didn't you know he tried but it was just you know cutting all the, well, all the arteries they freak out every time you know what I mean? Well, yeah, unrightfully so. Well, of course, yeah. 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 You know, but I think that according to the movie, you know, that's also in these flashbacks is when we meet Detective Tap, which is Danny Glover, <laughs> and Detective Singh, which is <laughs> that Asian Glover. dude from Lost. Not not Jin, but there's the other one in the later seasons of Lost. If you watch Lost, you know what I'm talking about. So <laughs> that's when we meet those two. They're investigating the jigsaw murders. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the first one being <clears throat> fat fucking uh, razor wire. Right. 
And that's where they sort of find um, Dr. Lawrence's pen, his pen light there. That's how they kind of get right to him being it's a suspect. Left at the scene. Yeah. yeah. At which point, this second flashback would be the guy who's sort of covered in that flammable liquid. <laughs> yeah. Who reminded me of the of the greased up deaf guy from Family Guy. The greased up deaf you remember, guy. Don't you? I mean, we don't watch a ton of, de- of Family Guy. But there's a character called Greased Up Deaf Guy. Okay. And he's naked and he's greased up and he's just running through scenes. Catch me if you can. And he's in the in like his little <laughs> deaf voice. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I've watched enough Family Guy. How I've never seen this. You haven't seen that? No. Um, Is it like newer? Or no. It's a running, no, it's, running thing. I guess so. I haven't seen. I haven't watched Family Guy probably about seven or eight years. Like, is it like as popular as the, as the random chicken fight thing? Maybe not as popular, but not super rare either. Okay. That's what it reminded that me. That might be one of my favorite things from Family Guy. Yeah, we have that DVD where it's just the chicken <laughs> fights. It's great. It's so brutal. It's so Great. funny. I love him. Um, the, 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 I'm sorry, but like when I when I saw that, it actually happened during an episode once yeah. for me. And I had no idea. I was just watching the episode and it just happened. And I lost my fucking mind. <laughs> I was crying. I love how it's all takes on They Live. The fight scene on They Live between Keith David and Roddy Piper. I had is, no idea. You never saw They Live. No. We're going to have to watch that. Okay. I don't know if it fits this podcast or not. You can argue it. But it's a fight scene between Roddy Piper and Keith David. Keith David's Roddy the... Uh, Rod Piper? Yeah. Yeah. The wrestler. A, the wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. And Keith David, who actually did the um, the voice of the Max, I think, or Spawn. One, I think it was Spawn. Okay. The HBO show, mm-hmm. the cartoon. They're fighting. The purpose of the fight is... Roddy Piper's trying to get this dude to put on these glasses. And the guy doesn't want to put them on. So they fight about it. And it's like, seriously, it's an awkward seven or eight minutes, but maybe longer fight. These dudes just beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> and that's it. And like, they finally, he finally gets the glasses on. Whatever. Oh my God. <gasps> to... Now look who's <sighs> no. making noises. It's late. It's like almost one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. No excuses. Play like a champion. <laughs> That's right. So those chicken fights remind me of that. I think it's something to do with that. Hmm. Again, or I, I, part of me thinks that this podcast is just full of a fountain of misinformation. Sometimes, no. <laughs> um, but I, I think we have some, up. we have some nuggets of truth. But anyway, this so flashback. The second guy. Yeah. So he's all greased up. Yeah, he's 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 greased up with flammable. Yeah. Crap. This flammable stuff, and he has, and there are numbers all over the wall, no rhyme or reason. Mm-hmm. And he has to find the combination to a safe, which is in the middle of the room. Stepping on broken glass. Stepping on broken glass no again. Shoes on. With no shoes on. Yeah. And a candle. And a candle. And there's poison. He's been poisoned. The antidote is in the safe. Correct. And he has to find the combination of all these random numbers on the wall. How are you supposed to do that? How are you <laughs> supposed to do that? You're not. You know, you're not. I don't think. You're not meant to. I, I don't think... think you're ever really meant to survive any of these things, you know. But I think that, you know, like... Like I said, the first time I saw this movie, I was terrified, as I said. But the second, this time, I kind of like, unfortunately, saw right through everything. You saw through Saw? I saw. Nice. Meta. Again, Inception. (laughs) Um, No, like I kind of saw through it. And I hate when that happens. That happened the first time I saw Fight Club. And I saw it in the movie theater with my friends. And I walked out because I was like, it's like trying way too hard to be cool. 
Meanwhile, it's a fucking amazing movie. I the saw it years later. Pretty awesome. I like rolled my eyes at it all the time because like I remember walking out of the theater. I've obviously watched it since. I love that movie. But you know, sometimes like I don't know what happens. Like you watch a movie in a certain way and like you just see through what it you're watching. It hits, you, it hits you different. You're like, yeah. yeah, the fucking filters. Yeah, the smoke. You know what I mean? It's like you're trying way too hard to be cool. Yeah. And sometimes it takes it out. You know, so this this at least for me, I was kind of like, are you fucking kidding me? How many more things? Why don't you why don't you put like a hive of bees in there stinging him the whole time too? And like an alligator, you know, uh, you know, a wrecking ball like on the almost crashing <laughs> on the through pendulum. the wall, you know what I mean? Like why why not? Put it, you know, like <laughs> throw a tornado in the middle of yeah. the room or some junk. It's just at some, at one point it gets ridiculous. Like it's bad enough to be covered in the flammable liquid and have no rhyme or reason to the number. Have to a use candle, the candle to but see. But you have to yeah. have the guy also barefoot standing on broken glass. Yeah, it's it it. <laughs> It just it's, yeah. and like I feel like they were like sitting in the movie, like, like the like you know sitting around the table storyboarding this movie, going, "All right, all right, okay." So he's co- let's put him covered in like flammable stuff. That's the stuff you get in those sternos, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's like the that. kind of crap they put on yeah. him. This is like a gel. I don't know, whatever. But uh, let's put him in the stuff, and we'll make him have to look for the numbers in the candle. Oh, that's a great idea. And we'll put n- numbers all over the walls. That's really cool. And then some other dick from like across the room needed to chime in and like, hey, how about we also have him standing on broken glass? It fucking genius. It worked in Die Hard. <laughs> Please. It By the way. In, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He Louis ended up having to do that barefoot. And then they went yeah. up shooting the glass. Mm-hmm. By the way, I'm sorry. It's not a Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah, it's a say you it. Shut up about that. <laughs> All right, I get it. What you, I get the point you're trying to make. It's old, and it's over. It's done. It's not a Christmas movie. Do you know why it's not a Christmas movie? Because it's not about it being Christmas. Right. It's set during. Christmas It's set time. during Christmas. It's not a Christmas right. movie. It's a Die Hard movie. Right. And during Christmas. Exactly. That's it. That's it. That's the only thing that makes it Christmas. Yeah. It's not be. That's an, not You know what? I'm not even gonna get into it. It's, well, you already did, daughter. Now you're. <laughs> now you're gonna. It's not a Christmas movie. It's not. Just isn't. And that be... Excuse me. Whatever. I'm just saying. We also get to the point where we're going to see... We meet Amanda. Amanda who? Amanda. Amanda Amanda Bear Trap. Amanda Bear Trap. Right. Amanda Bear Trap. Amanda Hug and Kiss. So after they... (laughs) After the detective tap and sing are investigating these jigsaw murders where, of course, there's a jigsaw piece carved out of the victims, Mm -hmm. which, by the way, sorry... I don't like that part. That takes it away from me. I think it'd be more interesting if there was no calling card. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think that a calling card is necessary. I'm not so sure there are a whole lot of other people doing these kinds of, um, you know, dramatic. Yeah, the, yeah, I agree. I think you're pretty yeah, I think sure you got to cover. They know who's doing it. Yeah. It's one person. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I agree. yeah, you don't need it. Plus, when you think about it, you know, you have to imagine him going back into the scene and then sitting there with a little razor or exact on Or he did it before. It Maybe he did it before. You know? But then that would, oh, I guess, then the person would have to always carry that scar. Oh, my God. Right? When you think about it. That's not Because, like, if you survive, right? You, That's true. Then you still got, yeah. Got that piece of skin cut Well, on. there was only one survivor. So when we... Amanda, love you long time. Um, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> she... Um, I'm looking for Amanda, love you long time. <laughs> 
Is there the a bathroom. man to love you a long time? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> now you know it's getting late. <laughs> so after the detectives find um, Gordon's pen light, they bring him down to the station for questioning. We have to go through that whole process of Oof. a mini Law and Order episode. <laughs> Yeah, that's a thing that happens in this movie. It kind of yeah. turns into a Law and Order episode. It's um, like a weird procedural for a while. Yeah, it, it feels it get you. It, you get the feeling of like a crime drama. You know what yeah. I mean? Like a like a Law and Order kind of a thing. Like this movie is several more of a, times yeah. in the movie. Yeah, you know what? You're right. I think this is very crime drama more mm-hmm. than horror driven. I think later in the series it gets a little bit more gruesome and torture pornish. Yeah than this one you know mm-hmm. this sort of lays that groundwork a little bit but it does lend itself to more of a crime whodunit kind yeah. of a thing as the movie kind of goes yeah yeah definitely right. yeah yeah but when they're investigating these crimes and we find a few things we find lawrence is uh, an adulterer and actually he's not we find out that yes he is meeting a girl in yes. there but he's not cheating he met her in there to tell her that that he couldn't that i he got couldn't the Im- do it. i got the impression that they he he was putting a stop to it like it was a thing but he was putting a stop to it. I got the impression that he was putting a stop to it before it became a thing. Ah, I got a different... Hmm. Interesting. I guess either way, whether, you know, whatever it may be. So that's where he was sort of had to... Uh, hence what his alibi was during these crimes. But also, at this point, we get once he's been cleared, it was asked that he stay. Oh, God. And watch Amanda Bear Traps. <laughs> Amanda, love you a long time. <laughs> Listen to her testimony, mm-hmm. I guess, of her experience as being the only surviving victim of Jigsaw's games. Right. And we go through her. She's a drug addict. And for some reason, she has to, she has this weird reverse bear trap contraption on her head. And she has to, what? She had to, okay, oh, so right, right. There was that body in the room. Now, now I just blanked out. There was a dead body. No. But she was, was told alive. it was a dead body. No, she wasn't. She said that the the key to the lock on her thing was inside the stomach of the person laying on the floor. Right. She didn't say he was dead. Right. He didn't. He didn't say he was dead. Right. So you just assume. And she had fifteen minutes, ten minutes, whatever it was, to get the key out and unlock the trap. No, before it was way it less than that. She had two minutes, I think, from the time that the was that what it was. Once she like moved from the chair, mm-hmm. the thing snapped. Yeah, and then the clock started, and I right. think she had like a minute or something mm-hmm. like that to get it done, or two minutes. So she kind of run, you know, listens to the message or whatever it may be, freaks out for the moment, goes over to the body. Then that's when it starts to you know move around a little bit and kind of see that it was knocked out. Amanda sees that this person is knocked out. Mm-hmm. As well, but not dead. Yeah, not dead. She does cut him open. Yep, she does it. She's... She does what she mm-hmm. needs to do. Cuts him open, rummages mm-hmm. through his insides, and mm-hmm. gets the key. And of course, unlocks the lock. Gets it just in the nick of time before it snaps open. And when you see that thing snap open, ooh, yeah. At least for me, the first time when she she just happened to get it out, she throws it across the room, and that thing like snaps. Yeah. That when you just. Like, you can't help but imagine your face on that thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh! Yeah. Right? Did that happen for you? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. It's so aggressive. It's really aggressive to see. (laughs) But what I don't get about that part is each of these traps that are laid for these people, it's it's supposed to be sort of in conjunction of what Jigsaw's trying to do. So his whole thing is trying to get people to appreciate to being alive and using their sins or transgressions against society, personal, whatever it may be, 
against them and sort of turning that into the game, turning that into the trap that they have to overcome to live or whatever. Right. How strong is your will to live? Are you willing to do this to survive? Right. And using sort of a bit of what they were doing wrong, what what Jigsaw has deemed as wrong against them. Interesting. But what does her being a a heroin addict have anything to do with the reverse bear trap on her face? I don't know. Um, You know, it reminded me a lot of the movie Seven. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. um, you know they go through the seven deadly this, sins, you know, right? and that was the thing too that I thought the first time I saw this movie, I was like, it's like seven. It's a lot like seven. I think I'm, I know that we're not the first people to. Oh yeah, that. You know what of I mean? course, of but course. that was another thing, yeah. Because I thought that I when I saw the movie Seven, <laughs> wow, well, saw Seven. Um, when I saw the movie Seven, to keep up with. Oh, this is awful. Um, <laughs> it's a fucking nightmare. This is bad listening. It's an audio to listen to nightmare. That. Yeah. <laughs> But um, when I when I watched the movie Seven, I I thought to myself like, all right, so there's this, there's there's envy, there's sloth, there's whatever, right? Yeah. Why why did who who? Okay, so like the, the guy picked, you know, the person, but what was what was the criteria? Did he know them? Did they, you know, like what was their relationship? Why them? Right. You know what I mean? There are a lot of slothly people out there. Why why? That and specific think, person. Right. And, and do I, you think you have to go through and watch a few people like, oh, no, that's not good enough. Thank How you. How much time do you have to invest right. in the wrong person before you find the right one? This guy's got terminal, what, brain cancer. He's got um, brain cancer. And yeah, he's Jigsaw. in the hospital. Jigsaw, yeah. Interesting about the hospital, by the way. Yeah. I don't know if you caught this, but when he's in the hospital, you see Jigsaw, you don't, you know, you, John, whatever, um, is in the hospital and he's laying there with his eyes closed. He's in the hospital bed. On the table is the actual diagram, the schematic for the reverse bear trap is actually on Are you serious? the table. Yeah, on the notepad. <laughs> I never noticed that. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Fun I'm going to go back and look at that. Mm-hmm. I like those little things. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. It's a blink and you, mi- and you miss it kind of moment. I what think I missed it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like he's in the hospital though. Like how, how is he finding these people and setting these things up? Yeah, there's a lot about that that's not correct. You know. Or not correct, but that's not doesn't make a lot of sense rather. The timeline is a bit, you know, it's it's off. It, I, I have a hard time. There's a lot of flash forwards, flashbacks, flash there's even no... a flash sideways. <laughs> if you can catch that reference, <clears throat> let us know. That's a, that's a that's a good one. Yeah. So yeah, so I don't get why the bear trap thing matters to being a heroin addict or this particular again, that's too. Oh. Um why it matters to her. You know what I mean? It doesn't really fit. Because I know in part two... why it matters to her? Well, like, each of the other people who's, who's played this game, their game was sort of a, a weird, twisted amplification of their transgression. Mm-hmm. You know? So this guy was in the razor wire for a reason. This guy was doused in this gel for a reason. Oh, he usually says it. Yeah. But there's Do no... Do I have to go look for it? Maybe I should go look for it. There's a reason for it. Right. But and it makes sense, like watching the movie. I th- I can't think of it offhand, but it makes sense. For Amanda, it doesn't make sense. Like it's not like there's no it higher level, fit. right? It doesn't, it doesn't fit. fit. It just seems the like it's a cool idea. Fit the crime, right. right? You know what I mean? And that was actually how they got this movie made. Was that idea? Really? Yeah, that idea was one that Adam, the writer of the movie, mm. had that idea, and to get this movie made, he made this little short promo film of him in that thing. Eesh. And he had to kind of, based on this little five-minute little thing, that's how they got the funding for this movie. Only a million it's bucks, by the way. effective. 
Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I could see that. Did it real cheap. Yeah, I could real see cheap. it being, yeah. Well, yeah. I need a, only, actually, if they rented out the right space, they actually probably could have done it all in uh, one warehouse. They did it all in one spot. Yeah, that makes sense. With no exterior shots. Yeah. Because they couldn't afford it. Yeah. So, it makes yeah. sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because they had that big warehouse, I could I can easily see building an apartment, building um, a, a detective. Uh, what do you call it? A, a police, police station. station. And you don't even see the whole police station. It's right. just a room. Right. You just see small rooms. Right. You know what I mean? Danny so. Glover's apartment. It's just the one just room, room that he's sitting in. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know. So you get that. You get her story though, and you know you can see that she's she's the only survivor of of Cheeksaw's game so far. You know. Oh, when, when how do you feel or whatever the thing is and. Oh, you know, he helped me. And it's kind of like, ooh, okay, well, it kind of worked. How are the cops not looking at her first and not looking at this fucking asshole on the other (laughs) side of the the glass? That's a good point. Right? How do you not? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. How do you at least kind of take a passing interest? (laughs) Well, because, you know, she's a scared little female. You know what I mean? She could possibly be behind these... uh, Horrific crimes. But after, yeah. but, but having. Yeah, meanwhile. I mean, you know, find you find out later, out later that, that she yeah. joins his uh, cause, I suppose yeah. <laughs> you could call it. Yeah, and we find that out even in this movie. She's uh, her help. You know, she puts on that pig mask. You don't know it's her until the second movie, though. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. But I, I feel like because she's the one that she kidnaps Lawrence. Yeah, again, you don't know that. Yeah, all that, all that stuff, all her involvement in this movie. You don't, you don't know, know that, that until mm-hmm. remember. I guess maybe having seen the second one, it's no, like can, getting mixed up in my yeah. head. But okay, that's. Uh, I'm saying why the cops didn't look be. at her. Yeah, you know what I mean. Even at, uh, I get it off the bat, fine. But even after, in that moment of her saying, or her having that sense of having been saved, mm-hmm. what we could look at it a little deeper. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's my opinion. You know, absolutely. They were very quick to jump on Carrie Elwes as the uh, as the culprit, and uh, I I took such an issue with that scene because like it seemed like they were ma- you know every time a witness or a survivor of a traumatic event has to retell their story, you make them relive it yeah. all over again, and and they had her come in and tell the story. Seemingly, maybe it, there's something in the script that I I missed, but seemingly. Just for Carrie Elwes to hear, right? Yeah. Meanwhile, he's not Jigsaw, right? right? So, and they don't know whether he is or not. They 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 think he is. They're pretty sure he is, but they don't know for sure, right? Yeah. So they make this poor girl come in. Her mouth is still red, red and, and sore yeah, from and the all, contraption yeah. that you know that was in her face. She talks about her story, hmm. and then you see the whole the whole thing. And then, if that wasn't bad enough. Then Danny Glover's got to turn around and even say, and uh, you were a drug addict before this, right? (laughs) It's like she just told you this awful, horrific story where she was terrified and abused, kidnapped, and now you're going to throw this in her face on top of it, right? You you were a, a drug addict before this, right? Fuck you, just asshole. To, just to clarify, you're a piece of shit, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? You deserved <laughs> what whatever fuck? you got, just so we're on the same page. I yeah. was like, what a shit thing to say. What a jerk. Yeah. Well, he gets his <laughs> that wasn't in, so. bad enough. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. But after that, we kind of go to, and we see Gordon's, Dr. Gordon Lawrence, whatever, his wife and daughter, Allison and Diana, mm. are being held captive by a guy, an orderly, essentially, that works with Dr. Gordon. Zed. Z- uh, Zep. Zep. 
Zep. Excuse me. Yeah, terrible name. Zep, yeah. Yeah. That guy looks like a Zep, though. Yeah. Who is that guy? I know that guy. Yeah, he's in Lost also. He's the... Uh, oh! Yeah. He's the... Um... He's the guy who takes care of the island. Yes. Yeah, from the others. Yes. Yeah. About that. Wow. Yeah. It's like a little mini Lost reunion. Look at that. Yeah. John Locke should have been there. Now, he would have been a good jigsaw. Yeah. Right? Think about that. He would have been a good jigsaw. You already have an experience with him having a disability and lost, at least in the beginning. Right? Now, you put the guy in a in a, in a a hospital gown. Yeah. There you go. That's true. Cancer. <laughs> He's jigsaw. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and he says, don't you tell me what I can't do. <laughs> God, that would be too much lost. <laughs> Disappointing. After that. We get this flashback to see when they where Detective Tap and Detective Singh, Danny Glover and other lost guy, get, you know, figure out via a tape where they have an idea where the warehouse where this where um Jigsaw Yeah, is. it's a uh it's a fire alarm that goes off from a firehouse nearby. Right. That and they, tips yeah. them off. They're like, yeah. Wait a minute, there's a firehouse. I don't know. They they, they look to find whatever. Yeah. They 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 hear a fire alarm from a firehouse, not yeah. just like a building fire alarm yeah in a uh in a, an abandoned mannequin factory is mm-hmm. where they wind up going mm-hmm. yeah without a warrant oh yeah no they just barge right the fuck in yeah that's when they find that other guy in the in another trap yeah so they go and they break into this warehouse mm-hmm. they find jigsaw's layer workshop layer <laughs> and they uh there's a bunch of things sort of covered in curtains or blankets or whatever it is mm-hmm. they pull it out they pull these these blankets off, and they see there's a there's a guy sitting in a chair with this contraption around his neck, where on either side of his head are two drills pointing directly at his temple. Mm-hmm. Jigsaw comes back in, and he's wearing this Manos Hands of Fate robe for some fucking reason. <laughs> Again, with these polyester robes. Man. What the fuck? <laughs> Like oh yeah, yeah. Again, here I am sitting in a shawl, saying, that. "Yeah, no wonder you like those fucking Hell House movies so much." Jesus. No, I hate. I don't know if you remember, but I hated those goddamn cloaks. You didn't like the cloaks. I didn't like the cloaks. Mm, I'm not a big fan of the the black hooded cloaks. It's enough already with yeah. the black hooded cloaks. You know, I don't, it doesn't work. Look, if you're not a boxer, it, there's no use for it. <laughs> you just it looks stupid. Where do you buy one of those? Where do you think you buy one of those? What? A black hooded cloak. Party City. Party City. Do you think that's... Mm. Abracadabra. What's Abracadabra? It's a magic store in the city. Oh. Hmm. It's a really cool place, actually. But uh, Amazon. Where the... A magic store in the... Where have you ever been to a magic store in the city? It's in the village. I was a teenager. Hmm. That can't be there anymore. It's called... Yeah, no, I doubt it. Come on now. Hey, Google. Uh, Magic store Abracadabra in the village, New York. Abracadabra. Here you are. Yep. Still there. Holy shit. Mega store. Mega store. Oh, this was a shop. It was not a mega store. My favorite stop for Halloween. This mega store offers costumes, masks, props, and magician supplies. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I used to go in there with uh, with my friend Brenna all the time. Hmm. Interesting. Whenever we were in the village, it was that was a place. It was trash and vaudeville. Yeah, that's gone now. Yeah, that's gone. That was gone a while ago, actually. Not that we long ago. Had to stop at trash and vaudeville. Hmm. The the shawarma place and. Yeah. Uh, we used to we used to like to take a stop at the um, Abracadabra. It's a cool place. Hmm. Anyway, sorry, place like that, costume shops, uh, Ricky's maybe. I don't That's know. a weird thing, right? I mean, you you think you'd get it done in one? You'd have to like, all right, today I have to go shopping. I have to buy drills. I have to buy springs, clocks, 
Lots of bottles. Maybe go collecting. Mm. Got to stop at the magic shop for a cloak. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, yeah. is it? <laughs> that all... sounds like an Amazon purchase to me. The cloak, mm. you know. Yeah, you don't want to be. That's true. It's embarrassing. So Home Depot. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, you go get the drills, right? Maybe a quick stop at Target. Target would be a good one. That's a one-stop shop. You can get a lot done at Target. You cannot get a black cloak at at Target. Not if it's not Halloween. Right. I wonder. I can't can't handle the black cloaks. I hate it. I hate the black cloaks. There there are so many. I, I really try to focus on the things that I like rather than like tearing something down. I really try to. I'm thinking back on everything that I said now for the last, I don't know how long I've been talking, but I don't know if I've done that, but I do try. When I am mindful of it, the the cloaks are a thing I can't I can't handle. That's a that's you a really big turn off. Mm. Uh, the cloaks I have to say like I, I hate saying that I hate things. Ha! I hate saying that anything. Um, but I really fucking hate uh, Cloak. <laughs> black cloaks. All right, <laughs> can't stand it. That goes in line with your hatred with a snuggie too. Yeah, it's the same thing. But shawls yeah. are cool. Shawls are cool. It's not a it's not a snuggie though. No. All right. Well, there's consistency in your hatred. Thank you. Okay. Anyway, this guy's <laughs> sitting there, and he's got drills pointed at his head. Yes. Um, they hear a cloaked jigsaw shuffle into the room. <laughs> you can he's, only shuffle in a cloak. You can only shuffle. Yeah, there's no grace in a cloak. No, there's a lot of grace in a cloak. I don't know. This is a puttering, yeah. terminally ill man in That's a black true. cloak in an abandoned mannequin factory where he's building machines of torture and death. So he's shuffling. <laughs> And he's shuffling in. The detectives sort of hide and try to wait for him to get closer. Comes in, reveals that this guy is under the under the blanket. Is oh, you're awake? I didn't know you'd whatever. Detectives pop out, freeze the whole cop thing. Jigsaw activates the trap. Yeah, it's a there's a button on the floor. How did he know? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe his brain tumor gave him cognitive abilities, and. Hits the trap. The drills start to, they turn on and start to get closer to this guy's Yeah, head, they start to drill closer and closer. Which distracts the <clears throat> detectives, of course. Mm-hmm. So Jigsaw runs away. Jigsaw runs away. And by the way, for a man who shuffled <laughs> to the to the theatrics of no one, this guy was covered in his, in his blanket thing, the guy who was trapped. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like he was like, hey, I'm pretending to be like this doddering old man. Mm-mm. No, no, he's doing, he's, this is how he's moving because yep. this is the way he moves. Mm-hmm. However, when confronted with the police. <laughs> he's swift. He's very flight of foot. <laughs> and he's able to navigate around his little workshop and haul ass out. Yeah. He has a legit layer. Yeah, that's a layer. Yeah. That's no, yeah, no shit. That's a layer. That's a legit layer. For sure. You know, and on, we see different things from the traps from, I think from the, what you'll see in the future too. There's the pig. The pig mask is there, mm-hmm. and different things like that. Yeah, that's fun stuff. Different things like that. Yeah, which is kind of fun to kind of go back and look at. You know, as you want to do like a deep dive kind of thing, that's kind of cool. In there, we see the uh, Danny Glover gets a throat slashing. Yep. Superficial, but well, it's there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's still alive. I heard. You know, I I was shocked that he sur- I didn't. I didn't know you could survive a throat slashing. You could survive a throat slashing. It's um, yeah. I, you know, I just assume like every time that happens, you just choke on your own blood. But um, I was shocked. How actually. deep you go? I mean, look, I suppose, yeah, that's true. We watch a lot of forensic files. We yeah. go to sleep to it. A bunch of fucking ghouls. <laughs> and we fall asleep to the Twilight Zone. Bob Ross. And forensic or a files. Forensic file. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is weird. 
But we watched enough of that. To, you watch enough of that to know, like, oh, they were stabbed 45 times yeah. in the neck and head. Yeah. And they're still alive. And it's, you know, like, all right. That one person was uh, hit with an axe. Yeah. 16 times. 16 times in the head. And got up and, like, you know. Started just, making breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. Like, half yeah. dead. You know what I mean? Yes. But there's those those parts of the brain that were still intact were actually, like, I couldn't. I well, I'm like, yeah, think, I mean, autopilot. just imagine, just count to 16. And imagine each one of those is a whack to the head with an axe, right? You just go one, two, three. It's a whack. Four. Right? Eight more. Just, right. Not there yet. And then like when you think about 16 yeah. whacks to the head, like you don't, you know, when you hear the number 16, you're like, wow, that's a lot. But when you really think about it, you tap a table 16 times and imagine every single one of those is a whack to the head with an axe. And then you learn that this person got up the next morning and started making breakfast because the other part of their brain was still, wasn't like wasn't harmed. completely, it was all, yeah. you know what I mean, torn up. Yeah. First, you have to ask yourself, like, how how hard were these people being hit? <laughs> was it like a child like, hitting them with an axe? <laughs> because that should not be possible no. after 16 hits with an axe. Yeah. I feel like you're a failure of a killer yeah. at that point. <laughs> Yeah, pick if a you different can't weapon. kill someone after hitting them in the face with an axe 16 times, what good are you on earth? Yeah, you deserve, yeah. If you gave me 16 tries with an axe, I, that's, I, I think I'd be good with four. I think you could do it in four. Under, maybe even? A, one good whack should do it. You know what I mean? In yeah. the right place. <laughs> yeah. 16. I think you could take me out. out with one shot in, with an axe. I don't, I think... If you stood on our bed and you took one big... Jesus, I really thought about you being the person. <laughs> I'm thinking about these people. We watch a lot of forensic files. It's, it's usually the husband or the wife who fucking bites it. And it's always the spouse who does it. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's been, either a knife, a gun, or arsenic. It's we, always arsenic. Lately, it's been 90% arsenic. Yeah. To the we make, we make jokes with each other about the taste of bitter almonds. Yeah, apparently arsenic... Um, it tastes, tastes like, like bitter. bitter almonds. Yeah. Which, what the fuck does that taste like? I don't know. I can't imagine Have that. you ever had a bitter almond? No. Me neither. I've never had arsenic, though. Me neither. Maybe. Hmm. Mm. Or have we? Or have you? <laughs> or have, have I? you? <laughs> hmm. I, exactly. I think I noticed a fucking axe to the head, but an arsenic, I don't know. Bitter almonds? I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah, you can, you can take a throat slashing, I think. Yeah. Especially someone like Danny Glover. Just your pipes are so close to the skin. There's no, there's not a whole lot of like that's if you're muscle old. or coverage there. If, well, you know? maybe if you got a lot of flab, if you got a little mm, turkey Mitch little McConnell turkey. thing, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. You can probably <laughs> probably handle that a little. You better. can gobble your way through that. I think. <laughs> so <laughs> Mitch McConnell looks like a like a like a turtle turkey. Yeah. <laughs> if like you a weird take a mutant. turtle and a turkey and shove them together, it's Mitch McConnell. It's Mitch McConnell. Yeah, oh, I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> so after Danny Glover gets his throat slashed, Singh goes after the um, jigsaw. The, the cloaked. The cloaked. Swift-footed. Swift-footed. Flight. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> How does he move so quick? So <laughs> Singh goes chasing after him through underground tunnels. And in it activates a tripwire during this chase. Mm-hmm. A crazy fucking trap, which, how do you know? You know what? I'm not even going to get into that. Activates a tripwire where there's like four shotguns pointing down. Yeah. 
and they completely annihilate poor Singh, and it's fucking goodbye, Detective Singh. Yeah. Yeah. He's a headless Singh. No more singing for Singh. <laughs> so following this, the death of uh, of poor Singh, uh, Danny Glover, which we find out is alive and uh, kicked off the force, yeah, and obsessed yeah. with Jigsaw, who he does believe is actually Doctor Gordon Lawrence, Lawrence Gordon. It should Nailed be Gordon it. Lawrence. It should be, yeah. His his it it was a it was a disappointment for whatever reason. I I, I feel like I should still just call him Carrie Elwes because I don't I yeah, hate the Harry name Elvis. Lawrence. I don't like his regular him. name either. I feel like his name should have been Gordon. Like it's Lawrence Gordon, but Gordon would have been like the perfect name for his character. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't look like a Larry. You know what I mean, no. Lawrence. You know, like I get it. Like he's supposed to be this like. Kind of what is hoity-toity? You right can say hoity-toity. You know, he's a yeah. you know thinks of who he is a doctor. He's you know, like kind of better than you. He does have that that coin, that kind yeah. of elitist attitude. Sure. Um, and uh, maybe Lawrence is a good name for that. You yeah. Know, Gordon, but Gordon is a more powerful name. I don't know. When I hear like Lawrence Gordon, I always I I, I just I don't know what it is since since I guess this last time we saw it, I'm like his name should be Gordon Lawrence, not Lawrence Gordon. <laughs> Gordon Lawrence sounds way better. I don't know. They should have switched that. I think you're right. The guy's name should be Gordon. I keep whenever I hear Gordon, I keep thinking of fish sticks. The Gordon. Yeah, the Gordon fisherman. I haven't had fish sticks in fucking forever. Do they even make those anymore? Oh, they got it. Of course they do. Let's yeah. get some fish sticks. Yeah. Okay, I'm not too proud. No. I'll buy fish sticks. Yes. You get the go to McDonald's. Get the filet o fish. Not going to McDonald's and getting the filet o fish. Crazy. <laughs> Going to McDonald's. McDonald's crazy. sucks. <laughs> Fuck McDonald's. Back to the bathroom, and we see <laughs> that um, we come back and we see Doctor Gordon. We call him Doctor Gordon. I kind of want to call him the Doctor Gordon Fisherman. I keep wanting to call him Gordon Lightfoot, <laughs> but it's not even no. Wait a little bit. Gordon Light Fisherman. Nice. I like it. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> so Doctor Gordon Light Fisherman gives Adam his one talks. They're talking about families and whatnot throws his wallet <laughs> to go through some family photos um adam finds a um the abduction photo of his wife and daughter in the photos hides it in the back of the photo it says you know x marks the spot or whatever it is um <laughs> x marks spot sometimes you see better with your eyes shut which now adam has to figure out a way to what that means right Kind of tells him he to doesn't turn want the lights it. off. He doesn't want to show him the photo. He right. doesn't want to tell him what's actually happening because he knows he's going to start to lose his shit. Mm-hmm. Tells him to turn the lights off, and they see a an, an X. X on the wall right from like to, fluorescent yeah. paint right next to the doctor. Mm-hmm. How do you know that? I don't know. Just you know, just a gut feeling. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Oh, there's a couple of those stupid things I want to I want to bring up for sure. <laughs> Fair enough. Nonsense that they do in there. I just want to. Uh, <laughs> Something that I thought was really funny. You know, when when you first see that Polaroid, um, it says uh, regards on yes. it. Like, that's what's written on it. And right away, I thought... Oh, shit's Creek. I thought, kindest regards, warmest wishes. Warmest wishes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. Like, right off the bat, I was like, Those associations to those words, <laughs> you know, they really get you. But I don't know if you've seen Shit's Creek, but if you haven't, highly you recommend should. it. Highly recommend you it. That's a great show. After you watch, you watch. After you listen to this, you should go watch that. Yeah, anything Eugene Levy does is pretty amazing. Oh, absolutely, so, and his kids in. turning out to be pretty much just as amazing as him. Yeah, I'm a fan. I He's good. 
Yeah. It's good. I like him a lot. Yeah, so the X in the wall. Yes. Doctor was able to punch through the wall there and it pulls the bricks apart. Yeah, he pulls the bricks apart. <laughs> punch through it. That guy, and then there he finds a box. I probably didn't know how to throw a punch. You know, he doesn't. He can't he can't do an American accent, he's not throwing punches. <laughs> so in there in their wall with the X, he finds a box with a bullet, two cigarettes, a one way cell phone. Yeah. And a message with, with a hint that the that the blood in the room is poisoned and advises it to use to use that against Adam. Oh yes. You I know. love this part. This is pretty cool. So they plan <laughs> to pretty awful actually. <laughs> they plan to fake Adam's death I using this. Stay la- on the positive side of things. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> they plan to fake Adam's death. Using the cigarettes, but if you know, they kind of dip the, they turn the lights off, mm-hmm. and they dip the uh, the cigarettes into the, you know, the blood and the whole thing. But it fails when the uh, Adam starts to smoke the cigarette, and does this weird, awful, fake death thing. And then he gets, then when we find out that those chains around their legs are shock collars, right? So he stops moving. Gordon says, "I, I did it. He's dead. Let me out." And then the shock. Hits him. Hits him. Hits Adam. Adam obviously then is woken up. That's the proof, I guess. Yeah. You mm. try to shock him to see if he'll wake up. How do they do that, by the way? Not for nothing. So this movie was in the early mm. 2000s. How these chains, you can plainly see one is wrapped around this guy's ankle. The other son is ripped, wrapped around a pipe. You find that the person controlling the um, controlling all of this is actually... Spoiler alert, it's Zepp, who is sort of monitoring. He is not there. He's actually at the doctor's house watching mm-hmm. all this. He's he's the one that's there having had kidnapped Kidnapped the, the wife and daughter mm-hmm. and the whole thing, yeah. How is he actually able to hit the button and shock this guy? I don't know. How do you, there's no Bluetooth back then. And know. like he wasn't even in, close in the room. I, I have questions. Know. Maybe Jigsaw invented Bluetooth. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. That's a good question. Spider-Man theory, I think. Yeah. I'm just going to have to chalk it up to. It's uh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> so why not? Yeah. <laughs> True. Now, we talk a lot about Spider-Man theory, but I don't think we've explained what it is. Oh, our Spider-Man theory. Do you want to you wanna tell everyone what that is? Yeah, sure. Go for it. Um, while ago, long, long, long time ago, we were watching um, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man at a friend of mine's house. And, uh, he, you know, I think it was that part where he's holding both of the trolley cars. Uh, he's got like, he's got like Mary Jane in one hand, I think, on like one spider web and he's holding like the, the trolley car in the other hand or something yeah, like that. Yeah. And like, he like whips the trolley car like up in the air. And I, and my friend was like, there's no way he's strong enough to do that. And then Jared comes, he's a spider man. <laughs> Like what the fuck? He's already ridiculous. Already, you've already accepted that this is up until this point. You had it was zero objection to this being an actual thing this, that can happen. This kid shoots webs out of his hands, and he can do all Climb kinds walls of acrobatic. And he has super little, strength. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, okay. He has super strength, but not that much super strength. Oh, go suck a dick. No, idiot. Yeah, he was an idiot, but um, but that's where that came from. So now every time there's a thing in a movie where it's like, well. Like, if you've accepted this, you have to accept that as well. We just go Spider-Man, Spider-Man theory. theory. <laughs> now you know. Now Every you time know. we say Spider-Man theory, just accept it. This is what it was. Accept it. 
Correct. Spider-Man. We should theory. put up a glossary. That's so a good people one. can keep up with our inside jokes. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> we're doing, you know, with this podcast, we're, we're, we're also, what we're also doing is we're letting a lot of people into our world, mm. which has been just you and I for yeah. the past 20 years of <laughs> ridiculous jokes, stories, and situations that we found ourselves in. Absolutely. And now we're opening it up to other people to use and to understand. Uh-huh. That's scary. <laughs> That's scary. I don't think anything's going to catch on. We're not going to make fetch happen around here. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> so. We're not going to make Spider-Man theory happen. Stop trying to make Spider-Man theory happen. <laughs> but there's something to that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why he can be electrocuted. I don't know how that works. But what <laughs> one of the <laughs> what I do know about that part is how stupidly. Okay. So like just before he turns like so they decide to turn the lights off right so that because they have this little like scheme that they've come up with right so they're gonna turn off yeah so they're gonna (laughs) turn off the lights right and what's his face dips the cigarette you know he so like while the lights are on uh he's being seen like dipping the cigarette in the blood which is bright red and purple by the way so like yeah like the guy's like oh give me a cigarette and things like phil it's got a bunch of cigarettes in it and right off the bat lawrence is like i'm not giving you a cigarette like do you really want to smoke like what's in this box are you kidding me and the guy's like you fucking crazy yeah no give me a cigarette yeah and he's like for whatever reason so against giving this kid a cigarette i don't understand what the problem is but there's like a bunch of them so he dips one of them, and they're they're all white, white cigarettes with white filters. Yeah. So he dips one of them in the blood, and like, because the blood is supposedly po- it's supposed yeah. to have poison in it, yeah. according to the tape, right? Or the note, whatever. The it note, is. Yeah. So he he dips the the cigarette and poison in the in the blood, and it's got this big purple tip on it now, and it's a bright white cigarette. <laughs> Yeah. Like that's not fishy. Yeah, how but, is that? Yeah. So then there's that, right? And then what happens? So he's seen putting the thing in, uh, in in the 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 poison blood. Then he turns the lights off. Lights go back on, and they're just standing against the wall, like, hmm. So, uh, yeah. Want that cigarette? Yeah. <laughs> Before he was like, no, fuck your cigarette. You're not having a cigarette. Now like, the lights go off. They come back on. They're both just like whistling, like. Which are dummies. Oh, God. You uh, still want that cigarette? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, and then does the. Oh, yeah, that order. Know? Yeah, that <laughs> fucking Broadway death. <laughs> it's like, are you serious? Like, all of this is happening? This is. Re- you guys are really trying this? <laughs> So stupid. You could so tell he's a doctor. Yeah, I'm really glad he got shocked at that point. Was good. <laughs> Serves you right, Dick. <laughs> no, Adam got shocked. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, oh. yeah, for that awful performance. I thought that's a, yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> but yeah, so poor guy. He it, took all the risk. That poor guy. He did. I felt bad for Adam. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah especially at the end there. Um, yeah. 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 So we're, we're. I know we're. We're not bouncing. We're we're exploring all the avenues here. The movie bounces. The movie bounces, but we're we're going down some pretty weird places here. That's all right. But it's at this point now that Adam remembers how he was taken. Mm-hmm. It's revealed. Let's skip ahead here. Mm-hmm. It's revealed that Adam knows who Doctor uh, Lawrence Gordon is. He's mm-hmm. been he was hired to take pictures and follow him around. He remembers that he was taken in a parking lot mm-hmm. from someone in a pig mask, which we know is Amanda Bareface. And Amanda Bear Trap. Amanda Bear Trap, sorry. 
Um, Amanda Pigface. Amanda Pigface, which we don't know until the second one, but still. Fair. <laughs> he remembers how he was sort of abducted, and then we kind of get a better sense of where things are. Lawrence gets... No, th- at this point, this is where, what do you call it, was taken? Adam. But Adam was the one who was in the parking lot taking the pictures of yeah. Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And they were both abducted around the same time. Yes. So you find out that someone was... Adam was hired. Right, 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 right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm remembering it wrong. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... He took these pictures in the parking lot was where the doctor was taken. Right. And Adam was taken when he in was his in his apartment. Exactly. In his shithole apartment. Which, by the way, which was a shithole. Oh, I have a feeling. I have a feeling. You know what's coming. I, I hope the two of us are about to say the same thing. So his shithole apartment, which not for nothing, looks an awful lot like the fucking bathroom that these guys are stuck in. <laughs> Why does anyone clean the walls in these places? Like, exactly. look. I get it. You you know there's it's, an aesthetic, it, oh, and that's the thing you see right through it. You know, I I guess so. I actually have something written down about that. Everyone, li- okay. So I wrote, everyone lives in a shitty but also cool place, exposed brick and graffiti. So like, what's his name? Adam lives in a really shitty apartment, and the walls, yeah, that it looks like like oil was caked on yeah. them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like they're that dingy like you know you could tell that the the scenic department was like really hovering on the idea of it being like grimy yeah because like you know all the little corners are rounded off with dirt yeah you know what i mean the light fixtures but like it's funny though because it seems like everyone's house looks like that everywhere in this movie looks like that yeah and everything is supposed to be like this grimy you know this grimy sort of industrial looking scenery like the sorry the the settings are all grimy and industrial looking but also like cool at the same time like the outside of this guy's apartment uh like the door has this like awesome mural graffiti on the outside of it you know what i mean so it's like yeah it's supposed to look like a shitty place because there's graffiti but like it's nice it's like it's that kind of graffiti that like people would stop and take a picture in front of it because like it looks cool you know what i mean it's really not that shitty right yeah it's got exposed brick in his apartment yeah yeah. you know what i mean like yeah His dark room has it's like exposed brick. It's like you know, it's like it's shitty, but it's not like that shitty. No, you know what it's I like mean? shitty chic. <laughs> you know, yeah. It reminded me a lot of Fight Club in the sense that there was a lot of green filtering, mm. um, a lot of smoke. You know, like yeah. that that kind of smoky look to it. Yeah, so that's how they were. <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> that's how they were sort of abducted, and that's how it sort of all starts to... Now we're starting to piece things together in this movie here, mm-hmm. you know? But we find out here that earlier in the movie, when they got the hacksaws inside the bag in the toilet tank, that's where the... This auto- guy still has shit all over his hands, by the yeah, way. Yeah, they didn't even clean up. <laughs> I'm just saying, even in this part of the movie, this, still guy, this guy you know still what? has shit all over you his know hands. Now maybe, you know what? I take it back. <laughs> so there's consistency. No wonder he lives in a shithole. <laughs> It makes sense he doesn't even clean his own hand off of sticking his hand in a diarrhea bowl. Gross. Do you think that um, Jigsaw, like, shat in that thing himself? He saved up his fucking chemo shits and he put them in there. Yes. Chemo Yeah. He put his chemo shits in there. That's where it went. Damn. Ouch. Yeah. But we find out that um, within these pictures that... There were pictures that have Adam following Dr. Gordon, of course, but there were also pictures in there that he did not take mm-hmm. as well. And we also find that Adam was not employed by Jigsaw, which is kind of what you're led to believe. Mm-hmm. But in fact, he was actually employed by none other than 
Detective Tap. Yep. Danny Glover. Yep. Hired him to follow uh, uh, Dr. Gordon Lightfoot. <laughs> All over the place. Gordon Light Fisherman. Gordon Light Fisherman. Sorry. <laughs> Not Fleet of Foot Jigsaw. Sorry, I'm confusing them. Swift Foot Jigsaw. Swift Foot. Oh, Swift Foot Jigsaw. Swift, Swifty Jigsaw. <laughs> You That's know, great. Yeah. Old swift foot. <laughs> so at which point we, we see one of those photos, that photo that was not taken by Adam was actually Zepp in the window at mm-hmm. Dr. What do you call it? Uh, Dr. Gordon Swifty Lightfoot, his apartment. Mm-hmm. Now, Dr. Sees it. He now identifies him as Zepp. Now he's like, ah, that's the guy who put us here. And he thinks, and as the viewer... Like, okay, it's yeah, fucking, at first it's you the, think it's, it's the, the guy. It's the lost Absolutely, guy. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Then the clock hits six. The doctor did not kill Adam. Mm-hmm. Zepp gets ready to kill the family, and then he makes he makes that phone call, mm-hmm. right? He puts that phone call to that one-way cell phone. Right. Pfft, one-way cell phone. <laughs> um, to, you know, makes uh, Allison, his wife, to tell him that he failed, right? Yeah. Allison attacks, fights back on... Oh, yeah. yeah. Mama Bear gets vicious. Yeah, she does. Not Mama Bear Trap. Different. And... <laughs> True. So she attacks Zep. Zep fires the gun, all while Doctor is hearing this struggle on the uh, on the line. He doesn't mm-hmm. know what's going on, just yelling. This is where his accent really starts to come out, where he struggles to keep the distressed American voice. Yeah. You know, and it comes across as really weird. It's funny that you notice it so much. I don't notice it. It takes me out. I don't really? know. Maybe I don't it... even think it. He just sounds angry to me. I don't hear the accent. I, I get it. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm looking for it too Maybe. much. I don't know. But I get it. It takes me out of it. These The shots are being fired sort of, I guess, in the air. Danny Glover is, sorry, am I boring you? No, it's what, two? It's one forty-five. There we go. Yeah, in the morning Take on a break. Sunday. No. <laughs> And, of course, because obsessed doctor, sorry, Detective Tap is obsessed and rents the apartment across the street <laughs> from the doctor yeah. or is squatting, whatever. <laughs> he sees the, the, the shots fired, mm-hmm. breaks in the door. Oh, yeah. Danny Glover is all about just breaking into places. He's, yeah, he's all about it. He just kicks the door in and does whatever. Oh, yeah. He got his fucking Detective Murtaugh on. He's got his fucking lethal weapon. <laughs> Hell, yeah. He knows what's up. Oh my god, Detective Murtaugh. So, yeah. So now, because the doctor is only hearing the screams and the gunshots and this and the other, in yeah, do- desperation, thinks... then he starts to do the foot saw mm-hmm. to get the fuck out. Yeah. And I, I can appreciate the desperation. I get it. But you're not gonna make it there in time. You don't even know where the fuck you are. Yeah. You're just gonna saw your foot off and, and get bleed it to death. and bleed to death for sure. But not only can you do not know where you are or how far away for you you are from your house, you're going to do it on one foot and bleeding out of a stump. No, he was pulling himself with his arms. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> he wasn't. So, it's not like he stood up and was like, you know, using his hands and his one foot. Yeah. He he was just pulling himself, army crawling. Well, so when he starts sawing his foot, though. Yeah. You know, so th- now this is a big part of the movie, right? Yeah. Let's not gloss over this. No. When he you starts sure? sawing his foot, that's pretty rough to see the first time you see it. Well, you, thankfully, you don't see it. See it? No, I mean you start to see the cuts. Yeah. I mean, you, you ha- this is not something that you can do a 
Hitchcock move and not show yeah, it. I know. You gotta you gotta give him something. You gotta yeah. give the people something. Yeah. And you you know you can see him just going to town on his foot here, and you Madam on the other side is horrified. Yeah. You oh, know. Yeah. yeah. He's like freaking. He's trying to calm. He's trying to calm down. Uh, Lawrence down. Lawrence down at this point. Now the roles are reversed. reversed. Yeah. You know he got his foot out, so he. <laughs> So, at this point, though, I mean, he saws his foot. The movie's called Saw. I get it. I think they could have done a better job with the uh, with the name here. Yeah, that one scene. It's just one part. It carries over through an entire series. In a whole print, like six movies. Yeah. There aren't really a whole lot of saws in all the other movies. No, that's if, true. You I don't, don't remember there being one in the second one. I don't remember. We're gonna, we'll get through them. The second one was like time, that, that like horror house. It was in the house stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But like I don't know. They're, they're not always cutting limbs off. There's other things. Yeah, happening the here. whole franchise is built over one one part of the movie. Maybe they didn't think they were gonna make a million of them. One you know guy's foot. I mean? They didn't. I know that they they made the. It was supposed to be like direct to video. Yeah. But then the last minute they switched it, and then the opening weekend. Because it did so well, mm. they greenlit a part two that opening weekend there because of that. You know what I mean? There you go. So that was... Uh, and that's it's a great... That is a great... That is the perfect name for a one-off for that movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, just, for sure. You just think you're doing this one horror movie and that's yeah. that. Perfect name. Yeah. You know? As a continuation, maybe not so much. Yeah. But now we have the... We have the one-footed doctor now, yeah, who's bleeding mm-hmm. horribly. He's turning like white, blue, real he's fast. Turning all kinds of colors, real fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's um, like, "I'm gonna go bring help." He cuts his foot off, but now he's he gets the gun, also from the dead guy's hand in the middle, loads the bullet in, and tries to shoot Adam because he has to kill Adam, Adam to get this to stop. Right. While he's bleeding out from his foot or his stump, trying to. You know, aim and fire. He does wind up shooting Adam. Adam drops. Mm-hmm. You think as the viewer, that's it. He's done. He's fucking dead. At the time, at the same time, rather, Tap is chasing Zep mm-hmm. through underground tunnels again. It's fucking place in these tunnels. And they fight. Mm-hmm. They ca- You know, Tap catches up to Zep. Zep kills Tap, shoots him in the head or whatever yeah. it is. And that's it. Zep then goes into the bathroom, breaks through into the bathroom, and sees, you know, these are the rules. You have to. You oh, know. right, right, right. Yeah. He's like, look, I killed him. He's like, it's too no, late. Too late. These are the rules. I'm right. sorry. And then Zeb goes into the bathroom and Adam gets up and kills him with a fucking toilet bowl lid. Yep. Yeah. Adam. him right in the head. Yeah. And he just, he turns his fucking head into pudding. Yep. Yeah. It's fucked up. Oh, yeah. He does one of those like, okay, we get it. He's dead. Stop. Yeah. You can the, stop now. <clears throat> yeah. You know, I hate that. That that's one thing that I have a really hard time watching. So many movies, so 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 many movies. You get one person like on top of the other one. They're either punching them with their fists, or they're hitting them with an object, or they're like you do have a problem them. with that. Yeah. I have a really hard time. Yeah, you always watching look away. That. I can't. No, it's kind of that because over it's just so or... it's just so unnecessary, yeah. and I can just imagine in my head the face becoming less and less and less of a face just with every punch and every hit and every you know it's like it's either a baseball but it's a lot of times just people punching yeah and it's like this rage and and just you see the blood splatter on them and stuff like that like that's all part of the effects fine but like just the 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 idea of that it it, it's almost like watching someone drown i have a really hard time with that too yeah 
when like someone's like put under the water in a movie like that yeah. i have i have a hard time like i you know not I don't want to run out of the room. It doesn't give me yeah. nightmares, but I find it, it's unset. I find it difficult to see. You do. Through. Yeah. You kind of do kind of wince. I do. And I yeah. don't, I sometimes I don't look like when it's, when it, when it, there's so, oh my God, there's so many things that we've watched over how many years that one scene, it's like, it, it's everywhere. Yeah. And, I, I uh, like that. I hate I, it. I like it. Oh. And I like it because I can, it shows, I mean, aside from the violence of it, but I think it, it, it conveys a, a very emotional message of, you know, rage and anger and, or desperation or whatever it may yeah. be. It does, at least to me, it really get hammers that message home. And I can, that kind of emotional outburst through physical violence is something that I can kind of look at and be like, yeah, I get that. <laughs> I get yeah, it. Absolutely. Yeah. I get it. But there's a point where like it's done. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you, you, and that's you the won. Po- like right. they're dead. You know what I mean? Like, what's the point of taking the the dead head? Because it's not about that anymore. And that's, you know, when you look at something like that, it's not, you can see that it's not about the death. It's about the release. Yeah. It's the point. So when you kind of see that smashing, whatever it is, over and over and over again, and then like they're not hitting a thing anymore. They're like hitting where the thing was after they kind of turned it into mush. You know what I mean? That, that, you know, that's a stronger message for sure, you know? I have a hard time with that one. Yeah, so now that Zep's dead, though, yeah. where he doesn't have that fucking head anymore from a toilet bowl lid. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not just any toilet bowl lid, that, that toilet bowl lid. Yeah. Well, luckily, <laughs> toilet bowl, the water in the tank is much cleaner yeah. than fucking chemo diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it's chemo shits. that down, too. Yeah, go ahead. Diarrhea. <laughs> chemo shits. Um... In that, so now that's when the uh, the doctor, who is now like ghost fucking white <laughs> and can barely talk and has dry throat, um, mm-hmm. tells Adam he's going to go get help and crawls out. Now, we know the maze of tunnels right. le- to get into this fucking uh, room of horrors. He's not fucking going to, he's not going to make it. No. He's not going to make it. I think it's, and you never really hear specifically what happens to Adam. After just, that, yeah. You know what I mean? I guess you just assume he bleeds to death in the... That's the assumption, yeah. You know. I guess. Is it in Saw 2 where they go back to the the um, the um bathroom? I think it's in 2 where you see Adam's body. Yeah, or it's de- in there. You know, rotting body. I know I know that there's another oh shit moment. And the where, foot like, you see too. The foot isn't... The doctor's foot is still there in okay, the Okay, but Adam so. isn't though, right? Like Adam you don't is. see his body. Adam oh, is. Oh, not Adam, sorry, Lawrence. Yeah, you don't see You Lawrence. don't see his body? No, okay. no. So I'm sure that sets up something later. I'm sure nothing is wasted in these movies, mm-hmm. at least from what I've seen. Yeah. You know, so he's going to go crawl for help. Good fucking luck, Dr. Gordon Lightfoot. Um, and Adam searches Zepp's pockets for a key or whatever it is to get to get out because he thinks that's the he's the guy. He's mm-hmm. got to have a key to the to the thing. He, instead, he finds a tape player, plays it, and then you find out that Zepp was playing the game the whole time too. Right. He had a poison in that was body. in his body and the antidote would only be given once he fulfilled his part, which was to to kill to Lawrence. kill Lawrence and the family and the whole to go through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. He had to kill the family. Yeah, he had to kill the family for the antidote that was in his body. You know, for right. the poison that was in his body. At this point, that sort of face of that, that realization that Zepp is not Jigsaw 
kind of comes over Adam's face. And then that's when you get that big reveal of the dead body then starts to get up from the middle yeah. of the floor from the beginning. Yeah, that, 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 that body that's up. just been in there the whole time. Yeah. And reveals himself as John Kramer, mm -hmm. you know, one of the doctor's cancer patients mm -hmm. and starts to peel off the, you know, the, the, the prosthetic, latex, the, the latex yeah. on his head. Mm -hmm. And um, <laughs> which yeah, I like how he, he takes one good tug at it and like a piece comes off. Yeah. And that's it. And he's good with that. He's he good just, with <laughs> He doesn't like pull the rest of it off. Like, ah, he just like grabs it. He takes like one good chunk off and mm -hmm. that's it. Like, yeah, he's good. You don't want to like get out of that. It thing. was just really itchy for the past like hour and a half. He had to get that one piece off. Can you imagine? So he reveals himself. Still. Oh my God. I couldn't do it. I'm so fidgety. Yeah. I couldn't do it. I couldn't just like, like move my thumb and like my knuckles crack really easy. So like, I just like move my thumb, like snap. Yeah. I just did it actually. Um, so he stands up, reveals himself as John Kramer, one of the doctor's cancer patients. And then you kind of do those quick flashbacks and mm -hmm. you kind of see, kind of really put, putting all the pieces together. Right. You know, and then he tells Adam that the key to his ankle bracelet yeah, <laughs> was in the tub the whole time. And uh, yeah, that's yeah. that that glowing thing that goes down the drain in the very, very, very first moments yeah. of and the And then movie. you kind of, exactly. Adam then tries to shoot, you know, Jigsaw or John Kramer. With Zepp's gun, but instead is given a shock. So yeah. you find out that it was, da -da, it was John that was shocking him. That's what I was. Yes, but they don't make you, they make you think in the movie that it's oh, actually but I thought... Zepp doing okay, it. Okay, sorry. That's right. So Edward, I knew it was him. Yeah. John then turns <laughs> off the lights and says, game over. Yeah. And then slams that door shut and then roll fucking credits. Yeah. And that's that. That's that. That's the movie. So watching it again, mm. I think complete, we've seen it in its completion a few times over the years. Yeah. Not in a while, though. What do you think? Now you said you saw through it. Yeah. Do you even like it anymore? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah, I mean, I think if you take it for what it is and you look past all that other stuff, like, like once you see through a movie, it's kind of hard to get back into it although it is possible I've, once you can see through a movie it stops becoming about like the value in the movie changes it's no longer the things about the movie that you like are no longer the the graphics or you know the way that the aesthetic i guess the visual aesthetic of the movie it's more you know there are other things that you find to like yeah this one it it doesn't have a ton of redeeming qualities because once you once you see the ending and there's that big reveal it's like seeing it again is just like a like revisiting all of the parts of the movie that i don't know actually hmm. stumped yeah i i feel like i'm just rambling without any real direction and i think that that means that i don't really know i feel like there there are there are stories in that movie that are worth watching over again hmm. but I definitely know that it didn't affect me this time the way it did the last time. In fact, I was just fine. Yeah. Like it didn't, I didn't even. Yeah. We were prepared. You uh, you even said like, listen, after we watch this movie, I'm going to need. Yeah. I'm going to need uh, a couple hours. Of a just couple hours of just cartoons Bob Ross or, or something. Something. Yeah. You know, Twilight Zone, whatever. Mm -hmm. But something. Um, no, but you didn't need it. No, I was fine. How about you? I think, I think as a movie, I think it's fine. I think it's just fine. I think it's a, I think it's fun. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a fun movie, even after all these, you know, you, even if you know what's going to happen, mm -hmm. you know, the twists and turns aren't twists and turns anymore. Mm -hmm. It's still fun to watch because it's a fun movie, I think. Hmm. 
I do think, though, there's definitely... It doesn't... Once you've seen it once, I think this is a movie you should see it once, and that's it. Yeah. And you're good. If you watch twice. it again... Okay, you can say twice. You see it the first time, and you get the crazy reveal, right? Sure. And that's great. But then you see it the second time for all the Easter eggs that you missed the first time. Okay. Because you didn't know. But And I wouldn't watch it again. And I think that would be two... Mm. One time for sure, maybe two times if you want to get all the Easter eggs and kind of get a more complete picture. Great. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I think that should be it. This isn't a movie you can continually watch and it gets better right. with age or you can keep discovering no, new no, things. No. It doesn't work that way. No. The movie's greatness is in its shock value and the surprise twists and turns. Yeah. That's where it's good. Yeah. So if you're watching it over and over again or if you've seen it a number of times over the years, it's not going to be like it was. You, It's just diminishing returns exponentially worse. Yeah. You know? You'll just always remember... The way it was the first time, right? And it's and it's never gonna you never right. you're always gonna chase that that feeling that's not gonna be there. Right. But rest assured, there's like six other movies, and the ones that we've seen all have twists at the end, which I have an issue with, because when you expect the twist, it it's loses twist. it loses the power. Yeah. It's just like all right, where what am I not seeing? And you you're spend, looking for it. You spend the whole time looking, trying to figure it out because you want to be like the smarty pants right. that figures it out first. I saw how you knew it from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So you spend more time trying to figure out the mystery. The, those movies, see, like I said the same thing about the Hell House movies. Yeah. It's like you're not supposed, you're supposed to be looking for the other things That's in my the issue background. with it. I keep, not, I keep focusing on everything else except what's happening in front. Right. But this movie isn't just a still, you know, put the camera down and let's talk. No. You know what I mean? No. So like you have to be paying attention to what's actually yes. happening in the movie. Yes. So when you're looking for all the other little things, it's actually taking away from watching the movie. That's the thing. But you're um, not looking for them in this movie. And right. you should be. Right. Which is, the, which is the fun part, You don't I know think, that yet. Because you're like, oh, mm-hmm. that's where the second viewing may come in. Right. You know what I mean? Where you're like, oh, I'm going to look for it this time. I'm going to look and see the little stuff right. that I didn't notice the first time. Right. But but like you were saying, like by the time you get to Saw 4, you're just expecting a twist. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, and it's not a twist if and, you're expecting it. And, and after, but that's the thing though, after having seen the first and second and whatever, you spend you spend more of the, of the movie's time like looking for the twist right. and not watching the movie. Right. It, it doesn't work for Saw. I agree. Because there's too much happening. Like, you have to watch the movie. Yeah. It's not something in the background. You can look for this or that. You have to watch the movie. You know, it kind of demands your attention. Yeah. I think in Saw, especially as it goes on, it gets more and more, I think I mentioned before, more into that torture porn realm, you know, where it's just, it's more about the the traps. Yeah. It's more about the gore than it is about the movie as a whole. Mm -hmm. You don't know that going into the first one. It developed into that Mm -hmm. over time. And I'm not, I'd be lying to say I don't enjoy watching that part of it because I do like that part of it. I do like seeing the different traps and the different little things. That's the part of the movie that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, and the twist at the end is just, for me, gets to kind of be kind of annoying. Oh, it's like when, oh, the kid was in the safe in the room the whole time. <laughs> oh, look at that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? That part, I'm like, it just... It comes across as an, an almost pandering. Yeah. You know, it's like, we're going to try and fool you. Oh, I bet you, you can't. <laughs> uh, you know, we don't, yeah. let's not play this game with each other here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sometimes have a twist. Sometimes don't have a twist. 
We can do that. Mm. And let, it also begs the question, why hasn't M. Night Shyamalan jumped on the fucking Saw bandwagon? <laughs> it seems like they make natural allies. I don't I don't know if M. Night... M. Night Shyamalan's uh, thing is not torture porn. It's N- not that kind of gory shit. It's not, but it it's is the twist. Fuck. It's a, Yeah, he's, he's got the twist. He's overrated anyway. Not necessarily. I like a lot of his movies. I liked two of them. Okay. I liked... I like signs. All right. I, I don't care. Signs. I know that's a that's a divisive one. People Is either it? love it or hate it. I oh, like it a fuck lot. That. That's I think a great it's great. I thought it was a lot of it was awesome. I like it a lot. And I like them. Swing em. hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good Joaquin movie too. Yeah. Yeah. I like Joaquin Phoenix. I know you're lukewarm on him. I hate him. He's good. He's a good actor, man. I don't care. I hate him. He was like a great face. Joker. He was a really good. He's joker. a fucking amazing he was a really joker. Good joker. He was a really good Joker. Um, Sorry, Heath Ledger. I think he he was he the was, best Joker. Sorry, he was. Say, in my opinion, he was. He really was better. That um, performance was fucking. They were very dynamite. different Jokers. Yes, though. You know what I mean. The two they were very different Jokers. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't think that Joaquin Phoenix could have played Heath Ledger's Joker. No. 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 Uh, but no. they. But in and of them, if you had to compare the two, Joaquin Phoenix is definitely better. Heath Ledger had a cooler Joker. Mm. Joaquin Phoenix had a creepier Joker. Yeah, had a more realistic Joker. Yeah. quite frankly. Yeah, because you can actually see it's not just some psycho. It's the de evolution. You, you see it happen. See the you watch the breakdown. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. I, I and that's I really I really think that those are I, I like it when you can see the monster being made. Yeah. Oh sure. You know, you don't just see the monster in front of you, but you can see the monster being made. Absolutely. I think that adds such a complexity to a story, and um, and it, and it and it really makes you think about uh, people and characters and mm. good and evil. And Saw does that. Yeah. You know, they kind of see you get to see how Jigsaw came to yeah be. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I I agree with you. I I do. I like to see how the monsters made mm-hmm. for sure. Going back, I'm sorry. Going back, so. M. Night Shyamalan and Saw, I, I do like, I liked uh, Signs and I did like Unbreakable. Mm-hmm. Anything, and granted, I haven't seen all of the Shyamalan movies mm-hmm. because I just don't have any interest in seeing all of them. Sixth Sense, okay, I get it. That's a twist. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not a particularly good movie, I don't think. I don't like that Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> so, so, it's just those two, really. <laughs> But but you know what you know what you're getting you're gonna you don't the movie will be hit or miss yeah. itself and you're gonna get some kind of twist sort of was there a twist in in signs yeah what was the twist the whole twist in signs was it was all about the water yeah right and it was all about Meryl the remember when Mel Gibson's wife was dying mm-hmm. she told tell Meryl to swing away or whatever oh, it swing was. Swing away, that's what it is. I thought that it was, was the hard. thing. Right. And, the, and the, 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 the glasses of water all over the house oh, because right, the daughter kept saying yeah. it was something contaminated. There's yeah. amoebas in it, whatever yeah. it may be. And everything kind of had a reason, mm-hmm. right? So Meryl was the failed baseball player with the, you know, with, with the great swing. The girl had an issue with the water, so now there's water all over the house. The boy got caught. With the alien, but he had asthma and he wasn't breathing at the time when they, when that, when the alien, you know, put the, unleashed the gas thing from the wrist into the kid's face. He wasn't breathing, so he didn't inhale. Mm-hmm. There's always those little things, these little failures of everybody wound up being the thing that kind of turned it around that wow. kept them alive. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
And useless fucking Mel Gibson was just there watching it. I think that might be the only movie with Mel Gibson that I really like. I really can't stand Mel Gibson and Nicolas Cage. Those two, I could do without them forever. I like... What did Mel Gibson do that I like? Anything? I'm trying to think. Lethal Weapon movies, they're okay. fun. But they're not like Mel Gibson movies, I guess. Yeah. Right? But I don't know. Braveheart's cool. I didn't even watch Braveheart. Oh, no? No, I've never seen it. Braveheart's a cool movie. But other than that, yeah, I guess Mad Max. Uh, those Mad Max movies are pretty fucking cool. I didn't see those either. Oh, man. I just don't like his face. That's good. And That's the same fine. thing with Nicolas Cage. I can't stand his <laughs> face. I look at it, and it makes me mad. I don't know why. He's just got he's got that face. I, I can't feel, stand it. I feel that way about Keanu Reeves. I know oh, you're yeah. not supposed to say that. Like he's like the cool guy now. I still don't. <laughs> whatever. I don't. No. Sorry. I know everyone loves Keanu Reeves. Ted days. Theodore Logan still Esquire. <laughs> and, no, still. Hell yeah. But Nicholas Cage is interesting because he his career arc is incredible. His from Nick Coppola as an extra in fucking Fast Times mm-hmm. to this serious actor and then in david lynch movies and mm-hmm. then all these we other sort of raising arizona and then con winning, air con air but winning a oh, fucking movie. oscar yeah and leaving las vegas which yeah. is a really cool movie and that's true it is a good movie. Uh, my favorite nicholas cage movie i'm not even gonna pretend it's not as the rock that movie fucking rules was he in con air yeah, he oh, was, he was in both yeah, he was oh, in okay. both yeah he was okay. there's it's the beige volvo trilogy yeah <laughs> right there's the rock <laughs> yeah. con air yeah. and fucking face off which is the biggest piece of shit ever yeah it's awful so many reasons but we still why. do the i want to take his face off, off. Oh, whenever yeah, we, we hate somebody bad enough we talk about somebody that we really don't like yeah like in a stressful situation we should like want to take his face off exactly <laughs> yeah which is like 60 percent of the time <laughs> anyway we're but rambling yeah. here we are rambling and let's well, it's 2.11 in the morning. Hey. Let's call it a night. What do you think? Yeah. All right. We'll leave on a high note. We'll leave on a high note. Is so, a high note? That's a high note. <laughs> that's a high note. So, with that said, you can follow us on Instagram as be our visual companion to this episode and all the ones we do after and before this one mm-hmm. at Watching Horror Podcast on Instagram. You can email us with suggestions or questions or tell us to shut up. Mm-hmm. Over at watching hard podcast at gmail.com. Leave a rate review, whatever you can do on iTunes. Apparently, it's supposed to help. I don't know. That's what I've read. Mm-hmm. If it does, tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell Y'all your neighbors. Come back now. Yeah, it'd be cool. If they came back. <laughs> but yeah, do those things or don't do those things. We hope you do. <laughs> All right. I'm going to bed. Yeah, me too. All right. Bye. Night, y'all. Live or die. Make your choice. Sick of people who don't appreciate their blessings. I've given you a life purpose.